Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. going on everybody welcome to the split line off-road podcast as always i'm your host rodney cooper with me today as always right away here guys what is up episode 97 97 in the book and we are ready to roll we got a very special guest in studio doug curick thanks for joining us tonight buddy uh, no problem uh, it's always fun coming in here just want to give a quick shout out to my boys, Austin and Axel, who are probably sitting on the couch freaking out right now. Yeah, we just got done FaceTiming them. I know, them. we just FaceTimed them. They were all excited about the show. Let me see the podcast. <laughs> it's not started yet, guys. But. Big show tonight, guys. Yeah, big show. Yeah. We got a big show tonight. We got the new changes in the studio. Doug's going to be running the multi-camera angles tonight we got brandon's we, lovely face up there brandon's Mine. face yep so. we, we're good to go we are ready to get rolling for all of you listening into the live podcast tonight we appreciate you thank you if you're on facebook if you're on youtube hit the comment section we're excited to talk to you guys tonight if you're listening to this later on in the archives hey we appreciate you guys too hit us up later on in the dms oh yeah before we get into it though uh actually we got to say that we are going to have a we're going to go out west tonight, Brandon. Out west. Yeah. We've been, you know, we're an East Coast. Mm-hmm. Guy. We're East Coast guys. We talk GNCC through and through. But we're going to go out west. And you got talk your six to, shooter? I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk to Mr. Logan Huff. Mr. Logan Huff races the Works uh, Series. He's a pro ATV rider. Uh, came off of. Uh, yeah, I think he had an injury at the beginning of the season and then came strong towards the end of the season. Raced a few GNCCs this year, so I'm right. excited to get him on, talk to him, and uh, uh, get some uh, information from that side of the world. <laughs> so, But before we get into that conversation, we got to thank our awesome sponsors. First and foremost, we got to thank Guts Racing. Since 1985, Guts has been a leader in seat innovation and technology. If you want the best performance, the best looking seat covers in the pits, yep. don't go anywhere else besides Guts because they got you covered. They are top of the line. Uh, all those guys over there make top of the line products. Brandon, the gripper seats, do you Lost. even need to hang on to the bars Heck at that no. point? No. Just let, let loose. Just let loose Just let and loose. ride. Yeah. Yeah. Let loose and close your eyes. That's right. That's <laughs> I'd, right. I'd pay to watch that. I, I would too, actually. <laughs> I would too. We also got to thank Seal Savers. Seal Savers has been in the business of saving seals for 21 plus years. Mm-hmm. If you want the ultimate fork and seal protection uh, for your dirt bike or coil protection for your ATV, mountain bike, they got, they got you covered. Um, 
anything over there. Mason and his dad over there have built an awesome company, yep. and uh, uh, they really their products really work. Yeah. Uh, they had a commercial. I was in the commercial not too long ago. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I got to post, post that on the Instagram. Yeah. But uh, uh, the, it just shows the products really work, and oh, they yeah. really save you. And there's no bigger test than a GNCC right. for true story for stuff like that <laughs> for anything. So, yep, <laughs> anything. And if you need some stocking stuffers, ladies, yep. we know there's some ladies that listen to this oh, podcast. Yeah. If you need some stocking stuffers, make sure you go to sealsavers.com. Use the discount code SPLITLINE with a capital S to save tw- a cool 20% off of anything on their website. You won't regret it. And we also got to thank uh, Sunstar Chain It's Brockets. Oh, yeah. Now, I feel a little <laughs> nervous talking about Sunstar Chain It's Brockets in front of a, a, a master of Sunstar Chain It's Brockets yeah. right here. I know a little bit about them. I usually ask Brandon, That's but right. I'm going to ask Doug tonight, what are those things made of? Uh, case hardened steel for our steels. <laughs> so they, they have got, aluminum too. Yeah, know. we have the aluminums, and then we have the uh, stainless steel Z sprockets. Which cool story about the Z sprockets is we just went into production for an ATV version Ooh. that myself and Mr. Logan Huff have been trying out. Nice, so that's pretty cool. Nice, they'll nice. be out on the out on the website here real soon. And you just recently did a test for uh, Sunstar chain sprockets where you ran them for a long period of time, right? Uh, right now, I think I'm trying to remember back to my hour meter, but I have something close to 30 hours on the one sprocket and it's barely showing anywhere. That's awesome. And, uh, I think Logan's probably pretty close to that out West. And that's GNCC rotting. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. East coast all over the place. It's tough conditions, tough conditions right there. And you can save... You can save on their website as well by using our discount code SPLITLINE30. That saves you a cool 30%. Yep. If you guys aren't sponsored by them, I mean, that's pretty much like a sponsorship. Right. So you can kind of be sponsored by us. <laughs> so <if you're> oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we also want to thank XC Gear. Yeah. If you want to take the vibration out of your handlebars on your mountain bike, your dirt bike, or your ATV. Yes, I said ATV. They make the Mako 360 for the ATV. Make sure you go get that Mako 360. Get the XC Gear logo on your bike. You promise you won't regret it. Uh, it takes the vibration out of your handlebars. It makes you be able to, like, I, I would say helps the arm pump, mm-hmm. helps you hang on to the bike, makes you feel more comfortable, more in control of right. the bike. Um, on the mountain bike, Doug has said it makes him his downhill speed, uh, what is it, 2.7 miles per hour faster? We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and ladies, if you really do love your man, this gift under the tree would be amazing for him. So I think we could, we, I mean, if you, <laughs> ladies, if you would get your man a Guts Racing seat cover, a XC Gear Mako 360 or Hammerhead 360, yeah. a Sunstar Chain and Sprocket package set, a gift set of um, uh, seal savers, palm savers, boot savers, all you, all you can get from there, I mean, you've made your man a oh, happy yeah. man. He's definitely going to have a smile. He's going to have a smile on his face, and he's going to have the sickest bike in the pits. That's right. We do have parents reach out to us like, hey, we want to we want to get a uh, sprocket and chain kit for our kid, but it can't have any of your logos on the outside of it. On the, on yeah. the box. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we're digging around in the, in the back. My, my wife was one. so mad. She bought me a cool risk racing uh, spike dirt bike stand. Mm-hmm. It showed up on the porch, and it literally had the, the dirt bike 
stand on the outside of the box. So oh, yeah. when I came home, I was like, oh, dude, it's got a stand. <laughs> she was so mad. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys check out all those awesome sponsors. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, let's get into the show. Guys, what's been going on? Doug, how you yeah. been, buddy? Uh, not bad. Trying to enjoy the uh, the off season as best I can. Yeah. But it's uh with the off season comes all the rider support stuff. So juggling all of that. Um, big thanks to everybody that's reached out to us this year so far. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't yet, it's it's still open on our website under the racer support tab. So Sweet. go ahead and and get that done. Uh, we'll try to answer back as as fast as possible. But other than that, that hanging out with my kids, man. Yeah. Trying to get them ready. They just turned four. They've been ripping on their little fifties for about a year now and their hands are finally big enough to like augment the brakes so, <laughs> so we've been going out to east fork and, and practicing on the hills out there and stuff like that so yeah nice who knows maybe soon enough you'll see a, a couple mini dogs running around awesome that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah heck yeah oh, brian yeah. what have you been into lately buddy oh man you know it just uh doing the grind with the football and everything like that and st- is the st- football season still in oh yeah oh yeah we still got a tournament we got a tournament coming up in two weeks <laughs> you know it's called the Ice Bowl for a reason. Ice Bowl, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, so just just doing that stuff. Um, just getting ready for big Christmas. Uh, the big red man's coming to town, so yep. all hey, that good stuff. Yeah, guys, Merry Christmas this week. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, we we talk about the stocking stuffers and everything. If you want to get those in before Christmas, you, you, better, you, you better get on it. You better order them yesterday. <laughs> so. yeah. Uh, What's up with you, man? Oh, not too much, man. Just uh, got back from New York over the Ooh, weekend. First big, time in New York City, the Big Apple. Big that roller. Was, uh, <laughs> interesting experience no it was fun we had we had a really good time um uh we uh we we got to see some really cool things uh the architecture up there is like just wild just like looking up at buildings this whole time but uh yeah i uh uh a little uh town guy in a big city <laughs> for, for the weekend and besides that uh nolan's been into wrestling uh lately wrestled his last tournament a couple weekends ago so that was fun mm-hmm. um did pretty good uh he uh, um, uh, won a couple rounds and took himself to the deep waters really quick. <laughs> so so uh, it was uh, l- a big learning experience after he got through the first couple of rounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk some racing. Um, man, Doug, uh, the last show that we talked uh, over in the GNCC world, a lot of changes over on the bike side. A lot. Everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. much everything. Josh you- Strang is the only one that I- in Ben Kelly, right? Am I right or wrong? No, I think you're right. And, and Craig DeLong, right? Chris yeah. DeLong's still there. But I mean, out of like the 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 guys that's been there a long time, and I think Josh Strang and Craig DeLong and and uh, Ben Kelly's the only ones that still ride the same collar. Yeah, yeah. And then um, um, you know, we were just talking before the show started. I don't think we mentioned last week that Toth is is not riding the GNCC series this year. Really? Yeah. I, I miss no, it. I'm I'm pretty sure he's going um, Sprint Enduro. Yeah. NEPG, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff for uh, enduro engineering. I mean, he's good at it. So, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very good at Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, him hitting that deer, I still show people at uh. work all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, aren't you worried running through the woods like about deer? And I'm like, funny story. Watch this video. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just to see him smoke that deer. Well, right. the deer smoke him and then jump back on it and just just crash yeah. gears to get back up to speed is pretty awesome. Yeah. Speaking of videos, did you guys see Stu Baylor's video from, um, what's that? The one they just got done doing, Andorra, they just got done doing. Terra Inferno. Terra Inferno. Do you guys see that one? I didn't see that one. So, like, he's, like, in line. And this is what, like, what he did is what I want to do to a lot of guys in the woods. Um, so, like, we're at, like, a, if we're at, like, a um, like a bottleneck, 
and uh the no oh, nice don't Anyways, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but he's waiting in line like to go up like this board and a guy just comes over and like passes him, right? Yeah. He just dumps the bike into him. <laughs> I mean, just dumps just, it. Just a random guy. I don't, I don't know who it was. I'm not sure. I couldn't really there tell. People from all over the world. Yeah, there's people so. from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's like... Just dumps it. Just that's, runs him over and keeps going. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, that's not a custom in this culture. <laughs> I'm like, I really want to do that to somebody at a bottleneck. Because, yeah. like, you know, you're kind of trying to be patient, trying to get through there. And three guys come by each other, like, knock you over and get through. I'm like. Is it on his Instagram? Yeah. When you check that yeah, out. Yeah, check it out. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's funny stuff. Yeah. One day, we'll be able to put that video on up here. here. So everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, we have got, the capabilities. We got all we kinds have the of stuff going on. You're seeing the camera working right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun <laughs> yeah. learning all this new but, stuff. Uh, I want to give a shout to everybody in the comment section. Keep it up. Uh, let's talk tonight. If you guys got anything you want to talk about, just hit it up in the comment section. Toby Hughes, appreciate you being on here, brother. Um, Doug Kirk, he's in the comment section. That's weird. <laughs> weird. And then uh, Dusty Gatiss. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Uh, so, Doug, what do you think about um, Stu Baylor's switch from Yamaha to this new uh, um, Rocky Mountain tile. That's not tile. Tealy. 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 That's Tealy what it is. Yeah. Tealy, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I'll be interested. Uh, I mean, he did real good on a KTM before, and I think he spent a lot of his time on a KTM. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't expect anything but the best coming out of Stu right no. now. No. No. And, I mean, you think – I feel like a KTM is the bike that he has – like that's just like the bike that he's always wanted to be, mm -hmm. he always wanted to be on. He talked about – told us about growing up on a KTM right. and that's where he wanted to be to begin with but you know things with him and the team went sour to um, a few years ago and then now he um, uh, he's back there but maybe in a more comfortable setting for him to be able to talk and uh, talk and do what he wants to do mm -hmm. so I think that he's in a good spot and uh, I'm excited man yeah. you know um, uh, you know, I'm really just hoping that we can have a normal season without everybody getting injured uh, at the same time. So, yeah, yeah, that was brutal last year. Hopefully, everybody's nice and healthy and getting healthy over the off season and stuff. But yeah, that's um, the biggest one. The, 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 the two biggest ones that I'm really like still stunned about is is um, uh, Ricky Russell going back to Yamaha and um, uh, Johnny Gerrard because. Yeah, Johnny going to KTM. KTM. Mm -hmm. Those two, um, those, those are two big. Did we ever? Did Lane Mike Lane Michaels on a KTM too? Right? Is Lane on a KTM? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's not on the Am Pro team anymore. Mankowski took his spot. On right. Like mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I saw a picture with Lane on a KTM, but I could be wrong. Don't don't hold, don't hold me to it. But I could be totally wrong. Yeah. If uh, one of our producers want to hop on and check that out for me. But <laughs> Do we have one of those? We will be having a producer. I <laughs> uh, want to give a shout out to Devin Masters and his family. Uh, they are battling the flu right now and, um, you know, uh, tough time right now in that household. And we hope you guys get better for Christmas and, and, and are ever, or, you know, able to have a, a great weekend this weekend. But Devin <clears throat> is going to be taking the seat over here. Uh, just out of sight, there's going to be a producer chair. We're going to have a camera set up over there for him, too. So he is going to be 
a part of every show uh, um, uh, here on, you know, in, into the foreseen future. So um, he's he's on a new team this year. We're excited for him yeah. and uh, excited that uh, he's going to get this opportunity to, to hang out with us. Feel the power of the blue machine. Feel the power of the blue <laughs> machine. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be on the yellow machine anymore. Actually, Dusty uh, Gatiss, he's actually riding his blue machine right now to get prepped and ready for it. So, that's a, um, that's you know, what I heard. I yeah. just didn't know. If it was out and about yet, so I wasn't going to say anything. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's if it's. Uh, what, I wonder, is that out and about? It I may, I may have just blown the I may yeah. have just blown the lid off of everything. Blew, blew it all go. up. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. So that's what we do here. So let's talk about a little bit of, uh, about work series racing. Uh, I have not personally followed a lot of work series racing. Let's go. But it, beginning no. of November next year, let's go out to Prim. I already got it on the schedule. Let's oh, go. dude, that'd be so sick. It would be That's sick. a bucket. That Everybody be runs a Honda out there, man. So you'd fit in perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now they run. They run a wide setup, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. like a motocross. Or, yeah, yeah we we do pretty good out there. They, they run a little. I uh, know. They run a little different gearing too, don't they? Because they hit some higher really. speeds, right? No. 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 They. A lot of the guys are running pretty close to OEM gearing. Okay. So it's. They hit high speed, but. If you're doing 65 on a lot of those tracks, you're you're top of fifth gear anyway. Right. I mean, that's ridiculously fast on oh, yeah. two or four wheels going across the desert. Now, on the uneven Heron, ground? Yeah. Now, the Heron Hound guys that run out there, they run some different gearing and stuff like that. Same with, like, the Baja guys and, and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, a lot of those works, guys, because what I've noticed is it's kind of a split between what we do out here without all the – out all the trees and roots and stuff like that but it's a split out here and like mx racing right so it's you still want to have those low end like dig out of the corner low end stuff but you still need the the top end speed for the open spots so the the stock gearing is is probably honestly your best bet you know right right you just got to have the cojones to ride it hard like that so that's that's what i noticed when i went out there yeah the speed some of these guys go over stuff is it's crazy. Yeah, and so. we're getting ready to talk to one of the fastest guys there is out there. So uh, I'm excited to talk to him and talk to him about his season this year and then uh, running running the uh, GNCC series just a little bit. He ran, I think, yeah. Snowshoe and Ironman uh, yeah. this year. So um, um, did pretty good. Uh, I, I, I know he did pretty good on the in the Ironman, uh, finished eighth in Pro-Am uh, and then like the 40-ish overall. I mean, I mean, for not, for not being a part of the series, you don't just come out and do that. Well, that and – they don't race as long as we do right either so that's a they race at a, a lot i want to say like a higher intensity because you have the motocross mixed mm-hmm. in with it mm-hmm. but in a lot higher speeds but we have a lot of technical riding um that makes a big difference and if you train for works it's going to be a shock coming to gncc and if you train for gncc it's going to be a shock going to uh there, you there go. we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to remember to do two things at once. My wife's like, you can't do two things at once. Right now. But it's, uh, so it, it, it's really a shock to the system. And I talked to him about it a little bit when I went out there in November. And, and like I said, I'm going to try to go back out there again next November. Yeah. Um, but it, it really was weird. Uh, I lived out there for 10 years and I knew all about the desert racing scene, but I had never really went to a works race before. So this was my first time and it was, I, it's night and day to yeah. be honest with you. It, yeah. Like it's, I, the only similarities are you just, you're riding have, on four or two wheels. <laughs> yeah. And you have to have some big ones, you know, yeah. that, that's really it. You yeah. Know? Um, but it was, 
the speeds those guys go is outstanding. Gnarly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to him. It's going to be fun uh, to to, to kind of get. You know, we've talked to people over the motocross side. We've talked to obviously talked to a ton of people on the GNCC side. Mm-hmm. Now this is a, it's a different. It's a little bit of a mix. Yeah. Uh, but and uh, own their own different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, let's go ahead and get him on the phone and uh, talk to Logan. Um, Logan's. Uh, There we go. There we go. Yeah. Right. What's up, Cooper? Hey, Logan. How's it going, man? It's going great. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, you're <laughs> live on the show. Uh, Brandon's here, and then so I think I think you know the guy to my left here, Mr. Doug Kirk. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I got to know Doug out at uh, Prim Valley when he came out to the works race back in uh, was that November. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, I know that you know that we're we're basically uh you know, we kind of specialize in in GNCC mainly. Uh so forgive us for our lack of uh, you know, you know, common knowledge of the works <laughs> racing, but all, you know, we were just discussing. The one thing that we know for sure is you guys run some gnarly speeds out there. Yeah, there's uh there's some speed. I mean, but I mean, no discredit to what you guys are doing out of, out of GNCC. Like, I mean, I've gotten a little taste of both this year. Well, I've I've been doing works for this will be nine years now, but yeah, I got a taste of GNCC too. And I mean, you guys, I mean, you're going just as fast out there. I mean, it's just the trees that probably keep you from you know clicking it in the fifth year kind of thing so. the, the tree this the trees get a little sketchy sometimes the trees get a little sketchy we were just talking about how you know you came out and and you ran i, th- I believe snowshoe and iron man this year is that correct yes yeah i i made it out to the burrow too yeah, oh okay was, uh, okay dude all those all those were just a little different and way different from what i normally ride and oh, it was sick yeah no you actually i mean i think you ran you know, three completely different terrain sets right there in those, in those, uh, I would say that, uh, that the Burr Oak is kind of like the middle ground between Iron Man and, and, and Snowshoe. Snowshoe is one extreme, Iron Man's the other extreme. <laughs> Especially this year, Burr Oak track was dialed for whatever reason. Like it wasn't super hot. It wasn't super muddy. Like mm-hmm. all the dirt was, it was just, I, I've never seen a Burr Oak like that. So, I mean, it was nice. I enjoyed it. I broke. <laughs> oh no <laughs> so uh you know talk to us a little bit about about how you came into uh the work series racing like what got you started into racing Ooh, what got me started let's see so um my buddy my longtime buddy family friend uh kane smead uh from dirt wheels magazine and like high torque mags mm-hmm. um he so he lit we didn't live too far from him in southern california and he he had me do a couple like a uh, couple little like magazine project uh, project like tests and you know i always i don't know yeah my uncle raced dirt bikes and i always wanted to get into racing and my mom never really let me do it she never she was just terrified of it so once i moved out i started getting rolling on that once i turned 18 i started racing so definitely a late bloomer on that end um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I started my, my first works race was the local one here in St. George. It was, uh, in 2013, we had a race out at Sand Hollow out at the state park and that thing was brutal and it was an awesome race. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people remember it to be the gnarliest Sand Hollow race that there was. And 
it just blew my mind. Like I'd never seen conditions like that. Cause I just rode recreationally, like when we went camping and stuff, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, I had to get better. I had to get into it, you know? And I think I went to a race later that year. It might've been like four or five months later. And, and, uh, yeah. And then I ended up going to MMI. I moved to Arizona to go to school for a while and, uh, moved out there with some friends and, I ended up financing a, a 2014 Yamaha YFZ 450R and <laughs> raced that thing stock and yeah, rode the wheels off that thing as long as I could in the B class and yeah, I got it rolling, man. Yeah, 2014, 2015 was my first full season like chasing points. Wow, that's awesome. And then you're, I mean, if you really think about it, from 2015 until now, that's really not that sure. long right. yeah. to be running you know, podium overall positions, mm-hmm. um, at a work series racing, especially, uh, um, you know, just for that short of time. I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible, bud. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, it's, you know, the, and yeah, no, no discredit, you know, I mean, the competition isn't quite as high as it used to be, but I mean, we're all still going fast out there, you know? And, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it, still was, have, it like, was awesome. Travis kind Damon of an and Bo Barron out there. Like, there's still mm-hmm. quite a lot of talent out there. Yeah, don't, yeah. I mean, don't, here, here's don't play thing. yourself down. We, we, <laughs> we, we've all been here, been to, like, any local hair scramble um, here out east. Like, you're you're getting, like, high-quality people. So, I'm sure it's the same way out there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah, exactly. And, like, dude, Bo Barron and, yeah, Travis, all the guys I line up with. I yeah. Mean, we're all pretty gnarly, you know, like <laughs> the pain and suffering <laughs> is fun to us, you know? So, I mean, that's just a racer right there, you know, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, dude, I've been, I've been loving it, man. It's, uh, you know, I'm just finding some, I don't know, finding, finding a good outlook on it. it as far it's given me a great outlook on life and, you know, just to enjoy it. And I mean, a lot of people get caught up with, you know, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of people get caught up with like some, you know, just, all the politics and the and the crap that goes along with racing and stuff but that's just with anything in life but dude i just i don't know i absolutely love it and i'm not yeah I, yeah i don't i don't really come from a bunch of money and i'm spent, like not trying to be like oh yeah poor me but no i definitely <laughs> don't come from a bunch of money and i'm you know i still live at home with mom i'm 27 and single and it's not really looking Heck too yeah. good for me but oh that's pretty good man you're, you're living <laughs> a life hey, living a life <laughs> i love lining up and i'm gonna keep doing it man i i absolutely love it and you know there's there's those days you have the, the good days you have when you're riding and I mean, whether you're racing or not it's i don't know the race obviously is just you know a way to push ourselves and yeah dude it's it's all good stuff man it's a good lifestyle now so <laughs> is this your off season are you in off season right now, or are you are you guys still? When's your when? What, what part of the season are you in right now? So yeah, like so it's uh it is technically the off season. Um, the last round was it was the first weekend, the first week in November is like November fourth or okay. fourth or sixth or something like that. And round one is going to be January twenty second. Um, so it's a short Man, off that's season. that's early. Like, that's what I said. That's, that's well, really yeah. They don't have to worry about snow. We, they don't have to worry about none of that stuff we, out there. We so. talk about we talk about GNCC starting early in February, but that's like extra early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty early. You know, um, a lot of pe- a lot of guys. I mean, obviously, people build their bikes in the off season, um, but you see a lot of people do bike builds after the summer. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys definitely kind of have to rebuild. I don't know if yeah, the other G- at a GNCC, dude, the conditions, 
And again, like no no discredit to us, but man, the, the stuff you guys put the quads through out there, <laughs> well, the whole thing needs to come apart and be rebuilt quite often. So. Yeah. <laughs> was this your first experience at GNCC this year, or had you done it before? No. So <laughs> you're gonna laugh. Uh, snowshoe was my first. Yeah. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're gonna I'm, if you're going to break yourself in, you might as well just go all in. Because here's the thing: it doesn't get any harder, right? <laughs> right? Like you don't find any tracks that are any harder, so you might as well. You like you hit up the worst. How'd you end up doing it, Snowshoe? Um, not so good. I don't, <laughs> uh, people were telling me, just keep the, keep the quad rolling and you'll do all right. And I'm like, okay, like, all right, whatever, dude. And I'm just like, obviously soaking everything in, you know, and I just was going out there and riding and I actually just barely get, so last November, um, not last November, I guess, yeah, a year and a month now. Um, I had like some, I had my, I had a bank art surgery. I don't know if you're familiar, but okay. it's like from shoulder dislocations and all that. Mm. So, um, didn't get to start racing this year until May. And then I did a works race in May. And then my next race, I think I did like a local race in between then. And I went and did the snowshoes. So I went into it pretty mellow and I just wanted to ride the track and get the experience. So wasn't pushing super hard and I didn't really have a lot of intensity anyways, cause I, ha- I was like seven months off. Right. Um, but yeah, man, it was, dude, I, I thought it was a blast. Everyone says, I mean, well, everyone that's rode it for, you know, years and years is like, oh, that track is rough. And gnarly <laughs> and I had an absolute blast. It was ear to ear grin the whole time. That's awesome. So, so what did you, what's your impression of Howard's Hole? Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, Howard's Hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you go in one mile, <laughs> drop down into Howard's Hole. How was that experience for you? The first lap? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, we're getting like, yeah, I was like, oh, we're getting right into this thing because it was like two minutes after the start, you know. Um, yeah, it was sick. It was, man, I've never rode through anything like that. So I was just <laughs> glad that, I was glad that we had some rednecks to, to through that for sure. So it was awesome. All the chaos, man. The chaos honestly made it a ton of fun. I thought it was a blast. Now, now, do you guys have anything out there to work series like a Howard's Hole? Do you guys have anything like that? No. no. So the last mutter I had was in like 2015. I want to say it, it was 2015 when I was in the B class at works. And it was, and that was, that was a mud race. Yeah. Man, I need to move I out there in one mud race in four years. <laughs> so that, Brandon, yeah. Brandon is about a half a step away from being a pavement uh, princess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I was all for it when I was younger and I didn't have to worry about fixing my stuff and washing all my stuff and whatever. But now I got to take care of it all and my son. So I'm just like, that sand no. hits different out there. <laughs> yeah, I bet that. it does. I bet it does. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so we had a comment on our uh, Facebook Live. Uh, Toby Hughes said that he got to got to give you a few tips before you guys took off the mountain, and he told you to go where the guys that looked the drunkest were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did definitely. I heard I heard a few tips. They were telling me, yeah, go right where they tell you. Don't go where they tell you. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I'm just going to. Try and not get stuck out here. <laughs> so, so between the tips of going where they tell you and to not go where they tell you, the truth is somewhere right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your best judgment. I definitely had. I only got. I only made three laps because I ended up getting stuck in my third lap. Yeah. May or may not have been on pace to get a fourth lap, but I got stuck and 
like where nobody was at. So it took me like 15 minutes to get rolling again. I was like, oh man, but hey, it is what it is. That's part of the, uh, that's part of the beast, you know? So. And then, uh, jumping, jumping back to this year, you got, a, uh, you got asked to run the Huevos race too. What was that like? Oh, dude, the Huevos, dude, the Huevos Pro Invitational. That was something else. So we had some heavy hitters come out for that. We had, I mean, Joel Hetrick, uh, Walker Fowler, Hunter Hart, you know, John Glotta, Max Lindquist. Dude, all these gnarly dudes came out. Um, it was sick. I mean, I've always looked up to these guys. You know, I used to watch. I mean, that, I guess that's kind of why, you know, like my buddy Kane, obviously, he was a big mag. He's a magazine guy. And, uh, you know, I watched races on YouTube and, you know, I saw all these guys, you know, while I was watching, like when I, before I even started racing and that was wild to just be part of a, like the same event as those guys. I was like, all right, like, I mean, I'm just hoping I freaking win one of these motos, but of course, <laughs> I, ended <up> getting, <laughs> of course I ended up getting stuck on the tires. So oh, those oh, tires, those tires, look, gnarly, those tires dude. Look, look like they ate the best of the best up. So <laughs> dude, they did. And I'll tell you what, man, I've been practicing. I've been popping up on top of every ledge. I'm just, that was a bit of an eye opener. It really was that whole weekend was cause we had to work the, the Wavos pro Invitational on Friday, you know, and I got to, experience that and i mean just those moto guys like the bike controls they have they ride you know they don't work you know so i mean their job is to ride you know i mean right. that's their work right um so and i i ride i ride for if i'll get a, i'll get four days a week at best just an hour a day if i'm doing that like at the most you know um but regardless whatever i mean they got a lot of seat time we got a lot of bike control so they've never rode t- over tires like that Dude, and they just figured it out and made it happen, like, on the spot, <laughs> in practice. I'm just like, yeah. damn. Oh, yeah. yeah. That track was so, fast, too. It was. Yeah, the moto track, yeah, I mean, obviously, the moto guys, there was a big there was a big difference in speed from yeah. from a lot of us, you know, so they could make up time on it. But, I mean, man, it was so such a fast-paced track. You know, the, the race was definitely the tires. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then, oh, yeah. you know, you look yeah. at um, you look at people like, like – um, uh, like like the GNCC guys, like you look at some of the practice stuff that they'll do in the off season, like down at Croom or, or something like that, and yeah. uh, and they'll find like Hunter Hart will find like the biggest log and figure out how to get his bike up and over <laughs> it, and like you know just like kind of stupid like playing around stuff like that. I'm sure yeah. stuff like you learn so much about your bike control and how to how to manipulate the bike in your body into doing things that it probably shouldn't. Right. Yeah. Like it wasn't really meant for this, but we can do it. The machine will do it for sure. The the craziest craziest part is the craziest part is tires doesn't look that hard. Like you're like, oh, there's going to go over a tire, right? Like that's a big tire. There's no, those things were almost waist high. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing for an ATV, in my opinion, is hitting things square. And it didn't, it didn't look like you guys were able to hit anything square on those tires because they just weren't like they're not square yeah, they're, they're around be, because they're around <laughs> the yeah. biggest problem was yeah. uh if and you like were there was going two of them, at it yeah know? and there was two yeah. of them yeah one so of them had less had dirt to in like it too straddle the narrow point and yeah. um the left tire, like uh, like basically like each tire like they didn't have dirt inside of them either so okay. like if, once you got over the top of them 
if your front wheel dropped down inside of one of the tires, like you're done. Whoa. I mean, you're stopping, you know, you're just, just you're going in a circle. You, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened to Hunter and you, I think, too. You guys yeah, dropped your left too. front in yeah. there. Yeah. And it just, dude, I think that happened around. to Joel. And I think it happened to Walker, too. Like when it all came down to it, you I, know? I don't think I saw, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I saw a clean run through those tires. <laughs> Like I think everybody no. struggled. Yeah. Everybody yeah. struggled with it. It was it was like who was able, kind of like how you talked about snowshoe, just keep it moving. It was kind of like that. Like who was a, who was able to keep it moving? Even if it's you not went over going, the bars. it's not going to look pretty, and the whole, and the crowd's going to go oh, oh like yeah. every single lap. But you just got to keep it moving. Well, that in the start yeah. was super weird too, because yeah. you guys had to jump a jump a log right from like your front wheels were up against it, and then you had to just flat jump a log. To go jump another yeah. log to jump the tires. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> so, Doug, Doug, you might know this answer. Um, is, is is that something they're going to be doing yearly? Are they? Is that something that's going to be yearly? Um, so I would love to say that I did know the answer. Okay, I know that they were talking about it, and Wes was supposed to say something after the Baja One Thousand. Um, somebody else might have seen where he has said something. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I have been keeping an eye out for it. Not that I would ever get invited to line up. I will be out there to watch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, um, for sure. And it's, I, I think it's awesome. I would like to see him maybe not do it the same weekend as a work so that we can see some more of those guys show up. Right, right, right. And that's the thing that I was, yeah. I was, you know, I was pumped to see like Logan there. Uh, you talked about uh, Hetrick. Um, you talked about uh, Walker Fowler, all those guys that like you had representatives, like highly regarded representatives from each of this, uh, each of the series. Oh, yeah. And I think what's cool is, is the, the state that the ATV racing nation is in right now, we have a lot of these one-off races that are popping up and gaining a lot of speed and mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, um, um, uh, you know, momentum, momentum. Right. you know, you have the Heartland challenge, you have the Huey's race, Kenda. the Kenda nine, uh, nine hour race, um, you know, stuff like that, yeah. I think is just really cool to, to be a part of outside of your, your series is, and, and, oh, yeah. and you can draw a lot of people, especially if you get those checks to be, you know, bumped bigger, up a little yeah. bit, those bigger <laughs> checks, you can draw a lot of people. Yeah, I mean that ten thousand dollar purse. People were like, "All right, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not across country." <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing: here's the thing, Logan. Like, like we just talked about how crazy those tires were. Like, you know, yeah. something like that makes that ten ten thousand dollar purse like kind of wide open because mm -hmm. you never know who's going to get hung up in it. I mean, look at like the uh, uh, the go the goat of GNCC racing, Walker Fowler, got hung up in them. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was it, dude. It was gnarly. It was really, the, it was the Joker. It was the Joker card for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a wild card. Yeah, absolutely. So, how has how has your year been in the uh, work series racing? I saw that it, it didn't look like you ran the full season, but when you when you came in towards the uh, yeah, because of your shoulder, when you came in towards the uh, end of the season, I mean, you kind of picked up a pretty freaking good pace, podiuming to the four rounds you ran. Yes. Yeah, so, like, yeah, that first race, I was, like, way off pace. I was, like, okay, dude, I got some work to do. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> the um, and then after the summer break, I was hammering, dude. I was hitting GNCCs, uh, local Moran night races, and then uh, a couple quad cross Northwest moto races up in uh, Washington. And then mm -hmm. I did the, the QBC 
uh, GBC Tire 10 Hour Heartland Challenge too that you guys were just talking about. Oh yeah, I didn't know you. I didn't realize you ran that. That's awesome, dude. I two manned that with uh, Alex Ortiz. <laughs> that was gnarly, but it was good. Uh, the humidity was what really got us because we just don't deal with that out here. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? So right. Me and what, him just had a hard time staying fresh. What do you think of these but, guys uh, at Ironman that race? Oh man, they were. I was just watching them on the podium, just blowing bubbles, and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, man, there's no way these guys can like think of any a podium speech right now. <laughs> <laughs> like we know, no, we respect. might need to make sure that these guys make it home okay tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do the guy, the do the one. He, I'm pretty sure he was like. I don't want to say it lower than he was, but dude, I think he was like 11th or like, Oh my gosh. Or something like he was not that far back. I think he was only like four laps down from what Alex and I did. And then <laughs> we were, we were three laps, three or four laps down from Walker, but Holy cow, man, that guy, like they were rolling, you know? <laughs> so yeah, but it was, you know, it's going back to works and all that. It was awesome. That after that summer, you know, I'd put a ton of work in, um, came back in September and, uh, yeah, one, like I ended up making a mistake or whatever. And I ended up getting on the podium, super grateful for that. Um, and then rolling into the next race or, and then I did the GNCC Burr Oak and then I did the, it was the mesquite round. I think it was a weekend after that or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, I got, got in a third there too. And I'm a little off pace from Travis and Bo right now as of then. And, Oh man, I'm just I'm just working pretty hard on getting some strength back, but mm-hmm. I know I you know I know I can go faster than I have been. Like it's, the strength just hasn't been there, um, but we're working on it. So so how do you how do you train for a work series? Um, most guys you know out here kind of do like for GNCC, they try to hit the little moto like a little bit of moto these days, and then pop out in the woods and do some trail ride. Like what what do you guys do out there for for like training for this for the race? Um, so, I mean, I mean, for me, just as a rider, I've just been trying to, I guess, yeah, I get obviously just kind of looking at what I've been doing this year. I guess I'm just trying to, trying to be like the best, like well-rounded rider, well-rounded rider I can be, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I, I mean, moto always helps for sure. Like to see that intensity you got to have for a quick five laps, you know, that's, I mean, that's a big deal to have, you know, that that on off switch, you know, like mm. I used to always say, like, I'm kind of like a dimmer switch, you know, it's like <laughs> 30 minutes in, then I'm on all the way, you know, <laughs> so now, you guys race for two or one, Work. It's an, hour an hour and a half, hour and a half. Okay. So right in the middle. Okay. Mm. Yeah. 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 Right in the middle. And it's, I mean, yeah, whatever, you know, it's, it's good. And yeah, it's so, and I just been trying to do some, like, I don't know. I just been working legs and stuff. I've literally been studying these East Coast guys, so That's nothing awesome. you guys, nothing you guys are doing out there isn't what we need to do out here. You know? <laughs> All these guys that came out at Prim are so strong, and I'm just like, dude, way bigger guys than I am. I'm just like, dude, there's no like, this is probably where I'm lacking. You know? like, <laughs> I need to like, I got this 400 pound quad, you know, going over these bumps, and I mean, dude, I'm getting getting smoked, you know, so. Um, trying to put a little bit of mass on because you know, I'm 
I'm I'm 150 pounds, you know, yeah. so it's kind of an issue, you know. Yeah. So that bike's riding so, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we can't like at the in the pro class, you can't just be hanging on, you know, and holding it wide. Like, yeah, just a lot that's why I'll never be a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get on that uh, on that Bryson Neal program. Yeah. <laughs> we talked to him not too long ago, dude. Whenever he got injured and he came like out of hiding, I told Brandon, I said it looked like he came out of a cave and just like had. <laughs> been lifting rocks for like six months <laughs> dude, dude he's stout yeah. <laughs> i heard he was doing like a 300 pound deadlift yeah yeah rad, dude. I, I was listening to your guys i was listening to that last episode too, oh sweet on my last road trip so yeah yeah i was super pumped i was like oh heck yeah dude split line off road thread thanks for having me oh yeah it's awesome having you awesome having you. and i really love how um, you are so open to trying different, uh, different styles of riding. I think, I mean, it can only make you a better rider because, you know, we just talked about how, you know, works is kind of like a combination of moto and cross country. And then you're studying the best of the best of, of, of both, uh, of both styles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, yeah, we're gonna we're definitely trying. I mean, next year, I mean, I shouldn't like be like, oh, I'm gonna be at all these races, but I'm for sure gonna be at works, like all the races at works, and then uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to do like at least five GNCCs. Those ones, That's like awesome. five GNCCs, will make sense for me. And shoot, just add four know, more, I- and you can. You can just qualify, qualify. For <laughs> points on both coasts. Yeah, hey, you'd yeah, probably be sure, the only yeah. one. If you're gonna do five, yeah. you might as well just do four, four more. And then you were, you were saying you were planning on going back to the uh, the Heartland, also, if you can get a team together for of guys out there, right? Yes, I'm. Tr- I'm for sure trying to do the Heartland. Um, I mean, I, I don't see why I wouldn't be there. That's Definitely awesome. not. Like, I mean, especially since I did it this year. You know, it's like, oh, like. It'd be a bummer to miss that one, you know? Yeah. 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 And then all you yeah. need to do to, t- to kind of like top off all of the one-off races is come out to uh, uh, clear out to the East Coast and run the uh, Heartland, or not the Heartland, but the yeah. uh, Kenda Nine Hour uh, th- this this year. <laughs> I think it's going to be in August. So there you go. Do that one too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guys, the guys out of the, the 9-2 crew have definitely helped me out a ton uh, this year for with GNCC as well, just making it out there. Uh, Tanner Walker, he's a rad dude um yeah he was telling me him and his dad were telling me like a ton about the race and i was i stayed at his property and all that and i was checking out the track and terrain looks gnarly for sure mm-hmm. yeah i'm uh it would be sick yeah it's uh i guess just a matter of like logistically having a bike and oh yeah all that. i'm sure you know, i'm hey, sure we'll see if we can line up man i'm i'm game dude if it's if it's in the cards i'm i'm there <laughs> we talk about like our driving distances I was, brandon i was getting ready to say like did you fly out and, and have a bike here like waiting on Had you to, right that's what i've been doing okay yeah. i was gonna say i was like Whew. well it's your bike yeah, that you was, had to bring yeah, out from before right yes i'm gonna i'm just gonna rebuild that one yes um so we we hauled that thing back from Indiana, and um, yeah, then yeah, basically like for for the Bur Oak and Ironman, yeah. I mean Tanner was nice enough to pick me up from the airport and and uh, Pittsburgh, and um, yeah, I just I just rolled with those guys, and I I prepped my I flew out a day early and prepped my quad for the race, and it was definitely a pretty loose loose program, <laughs> looser than most guys that race GNCC, but uh, 
Hey, I made it work. You know, I was just pumped to be out there yeah. riding the track. So. I was going to say, man, if you were driving back and forth, you're crazy, man. I was like, he, you were dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just we drove uh, to West Virginia, that first haul, to get my quad out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, so I drove from St. George to Lake Havasu and met up with the works guys, uh, Dame Perry and Travis Damon. And, uh, and then we loaded up the works rig and drove to Snowshoe. It all was I was 88 hours on the road <laughs> that week. Man, that's awesome. So worth it, though. <laughs> so worth it. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, it, it really is. So, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, so getting your feet wet in the in the GNCC Nation, what was your favorite race? Because you, we talked already about how you did, like, pretty extreme different races. Yeah. Like, what one did you enjoy the most? Man, that's a tough one. That really is a hard one. Um, like Doug was saying earlier, though, dude, the dirt was so good at Burr Oak. Like, the <laughs> whole track. There might have been, like, one dry spot. Well, it was just, if you were out of the trees, it was a little dry and hard-packed. But I think Burr Oak was definitely the best conditions. But I rode way better at Ironman, for sure. Okay. So, <laughs> I, had, I think I had the most fun at Ironman just because I had a better ride, you know? But, I mean, dude, they were all... They were all so good. That's my GoPro. I was, oh, say, okay. I was like, "What's going?" On? I was like, we, we hear beeping. I was like, "Are we losing?" The See, we're, we're we're doing something new. This is our first episode of uh, multi-camera. So you, you're ta oh. you're talking to a bunch of rednecks that aren't very tech savvy, <laughs> trying to do something new. So we're like, we all heard beeping, and we're like, "What's going on?" <laughs> the fire alarm. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, about this past year and we've talked a little bit about uh you know what's what's your goals for next year when you go and you're going into round one of the work series um, um and, and you go the entire season and the season's over what position what what goes on to make you happy with the way that 2023 goes um you know, I I uh, I expect nothing less than than uh, than a championship this year. Awesome. And like that's that's literally my goal, a hundred percent. I I don't think that it's not achievable. Um, now I yeah, just you know, putting the work in and and staying healthy is going to be a big part of it. Obviously, not you know overriding to where you know I make a crucial mistake or something like that. Definitely got to ride smart and ride to ride another day. But um, yeah, we're gonna. I'm going to hang it out there. It's obviously a, a long season, you know, every, every, I haven't had a race win yet. So that's going to be a pretty, pretty awesome feeling when, when I, when I get that done, but uh, yeah, it works, man. I'm, I'm definitely after the championship. I'd love to, I'd love to get a championship out here and then, you know, and then focus on doing some more GNCCs. I just, I would love to do a full season of GNCC right away, but I just, I really feel like I got some unfinished business out here, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think it's cool that you have the, uh, um, um, you aspire to, to do a full season of GNCC, but man, I tell you what, that's awesome to, uh, to go in and, uh, um, to be, you know, expecting a championship. I, I love that determination for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of talk, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I honestly I, I know I'm not that far off. No. Well, now you yeah. just said it on a podcast, and now you got to reach yeah. that goal, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude, hey, 
It's like yeah, writing your sure. goal down every morning when you wake up. Championship. <laughs> just, just listen to this, this episode. Stuff. Yeah. Huh? I said that's some David Goggins stuff. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Just, just, you know, and I, I really do believe a lot in like, you know, uh, uh, speaking, like speaking to what mm-hmm. you want and you want it and you go talk about it and go get it. Uh, you know, when there, like those days that you're not feeling like riding the bike or, or however you do your training, you know, just, just, you know, you have that goal set in the back of your mind and, mm-hmm. and it's a powerful thing. It is. It definitely is. You know, and you're going to have your off days, you know, you'll have your days where, you know, you're 80% or, you know, whatever it is, but you know, I, I know a huge part of it is, you know, showing up every day kind of thing and, you know, making sure that, I don't know, just hard, not really like leaving no stone unturned, but like, yeah, you know, showing up every day and, you know, and also obviously not entitled to success. Nobody's entitled to success in any way, but keeping a positive attitude and knowing you can get it done, you know, like you never want to give up. Like if you're like, just, just, you know, for example, just a quick working out set of 12, three sets of 12 or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, front squats that are, you know, way above the weight that you really wanted to grab that day don't you know like i mean you're on your eighth eighth rep in that third set like you don't just give up on yourself that's you know? right like you know you can do it like i mean you did freaking two other sets of 12 you know? <laughs> that's right oh that's man right. You, you, i feel like you're speaking to me because i did that exact same thing today i, I literally <laughs> st- <laughs> I all right. did that today, so that's kind of what i was <laughs> <laughs> all right man yeah. i hear you i hear you i i'm Goof's just getting up off the couch as he squats down each time. That's that's his yeah. squats. I'll, I'll drop. Yeah. Uh, I hear you, Logan. I'll drop weight and finish this. Finish the sets or something. <laughs> just finish it, I guess. Drop I don't weight. know. Yeah, just finish it, man. Yeah, hey, don't drop the weight. Yeah, just finish it. You're already doing it. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh yeah, I know it's achievable. So yeah, yo, thank you. Yeah, we're. Uh, I actually just these guys. I actually these guys were uh, at at the shop today uh so i work over a fast company uh flex handlebars and uh, okay. anyways we're we all race and uh we're all riders and racers here like hardcore and um anyways they were, they were talking to me about this movie i need to watch it's uh it's called like 3600 feet or something like that and uh or 5800 feet and it's about this mountain biker that um well he's done like a ton of like olympic sports and has done really good at them and anyways and he used to run and and then he was pushing himself and, you know, won some marathons and, you know, achieved all these goals. And he was just like, you know, this really isn't a whole lot of fun and whatever it was. Anyways, um, he ended up getting on a mountain bike and loved it anyways. And now he's just, he's just a dude with such a gnarly mentality and only tells himself he can do things. And like, and he literally goes and gets it done. You know what I mean? So, I mean, telling yourself that you can't do something has to be like the worst thing that you could say to yourself. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Write, write those goals Honestly, down, man. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> yeah. doing something though, and, and intensity earlier, um, you planning on hitting up any, uh, MX nationals this year. So I was looking at the schedule. I'm not like planning on it, but if a buddy wants to go out to one that's from out here, we can kind of like convoy out there. Um, I was looking at, so like underground. I was gonna say Texas is probably the closest, right? Are they yeah. running three palms this year, though? Pretty sure. I thought I heard that they weren't running three palms. Oh, it's underground. Is that the same thing? Well, you have Roy out there, right? Rodriguez, he races. MX. Yeah, yeah, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, Ralph, yeah, Ralph. Ralph. 
Yeah, Ralph. Hey, Court, dude, Corey Ellis was talking about going and hitting one. So I mean, yeah, tell oh me to man, throw in Corey Ellis, spot, man. <laughs> but he was talking about. He's like, hey, you know, he'd like to go hit one. So I'm like, dude, I might. And he lives in town here, like. So I'm like, he's just right down the street from the shop, actually. And I'm just like, all right, dude, like, let's go and do one of those. But we're talking about, I don't know, maybe, yeah, underground. I have it written down somewhere. Honestly, I forgot. But I mean, if you got like three of them. If you still have a bike out here, just fly into Pittsburgh Airport and hit High Point on Mount Morse. Yeah, that's only like an hour away from the airport. 30 minutes away from us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we haven't switched suspension in the pits before. No, exactly. <laughs> that is true. We got that done pretty quick at Weibo. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen have you seen the quad at High Point? That no, jump? Uh-uh. Oh, no, dude, that's a gnarly jump. They, they just that's aired huge. Didn't they just air that one? Yeah. On, um, I think so. TV. I think Race, so. Yeah. Go go watch go watch that one. I don't Brandon guesstimate how far that is. Oh, dude. Well, they called the Quadzilla for a reason. Not really quite yeah. too, but it's got to be every bit of a hundred. Oh, I was gonna every say, bit. I was say every bit of a hundred. The triple, if, if the triple, more. yeah, it's pretty big. And it's one of those ones that it's kind of hard to over jump. I would say because it has that long I mean, landing. I mean, I, if you ever jump that one, it'd be scary. Well, right, right, <laughs> it'd be pretty scary, right? Because wasn't wasn't Max Linquist was telling us he can count to like three or four in like four seconds? He was like one, two, yeah, three. Four and then he was landing. I'm pretty sure. We might. That is gnarly. It's huge. But you should definitely come out and do it. We'll We'll be cheering you on. That would be sick, dude. I was so just going out to Ironman or Ironman. Had to check that thing. I had to just go walk the motor track. You know, just jump in there. Oh my, that just. I mean, <laughs> I got no business on those jumps. So. Oh, dude, I don't I, realize how big those things to, are. There, there, there I go telling yeah. myself yeah. I shouldn't do something. Yeah. But, I mean, that's I made a that stand mistake go, the man. Research. If you're not comfortable, it's just gnarly, you know? So yeah. those were some big jumps in Iron Man. That, Iron man. that like, Godzilla jump is like their signature jump. Right. I think the downhill the right downhill after. The downhill table is probably the, more scarier. The downhill after the Godzilla is way more sketchier to me because I feel like you're when you're when you're – lifting off mm-hmm. <laughs> you just look the like the ground goes just, away from it goes you. away yeah oh man that's a gnarly yeah. jump <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking we we went we like hiked over there at the top of the of the godzilla and then like went over to the step down and i was like dude this is a way gnarlier jump the step down is like right out of a flat 180 and then like mm-hmm. like there was obviously <laughs> there's a long downhill but the legit downside is super far Right. Yeah, like, and it's steep. Way far. Mm-hmm. Oh, super steep. Yeah. Yeah, it's dude, and like, I got. I bet that's got to be such a cool feeling for those guys. Though, oh like, yeah. All the oh, way up man. in the air, like you're like 150 feet in the yeah. air, like from the surface down low at least. You what, know what's crazy is they that do that was, every freaking lap, yeah. man. That's it, what's impressive. Yeah. You know why they every cut that lap. every lap? You know why they cut that part of the track off for the GNCCs? Because you know, <laughs> Brandon, you and I both know there'll yeah. be guys that would try it. Oh, Bryson Walker and and Hunter. Hun- Hunter said, <laughs> "See, Hunter's Lotto like would whip it. I'm just saying. Lotto Lotto would, yeah, John Lotto, Lotto would, would be like. So yeah, Hunter tries to say that he doesn't like to jump, but then he's see him hitting all these <laughs> gnarly jumps but yeah somebody would try for sure because uh logan i don't know if you've seen some old vintage uh um um some old vintage um videos of the uh the gncc at the oh shoot i lost my train of thought because the camera went out <laughs> uh, at the uh, unadilla but the guys would hit the sky shot oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah remember that? i've seen 
I've seen the Unadilla Sky Shot. Like that one looks. That one looks. Yeah, that one's way high too. They're like, this is wild to me. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> really the video of the guys hitting on a three wheeler? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I couldn't even. Dude, those guys are those guys are crazier than the quad guys, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. Absolutely. So, talk to us a little bit about your 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 work with uh, Fast Company and like what got you started there. Um, it, it looks like a really cool place to work, and and you know what kind of got you into that. Um. Let's see. So they. So, uh, yeah. Obviously. Obviously, they're local because I didn't have to move anywhere. Right, <laughs> Brad. <laughs> um, yeah, Cole Townsend. He uh, he he approached me a couple times. He like when I was working at uh, so I went to MMI. Like I explained a little bit like a, when I first start racing, like motorcycle mechanics institute. Learned how to spin some wrenches and mm-hmm. uh, you know do all that. And anyways, I was working at a dealership in town uh, for like three and a half, four years, and. Yeah, yeah, Cole just, yeah, he wanted to, yeah, he he wanted me to work there, you know, saw some value in me, and uh, ended up actually winning a couple, like, Pro-Am championships at works, and I don't know, I, I don't know if that really mattered or not, but I was definitely well in the mix, and um, definitely, like, a core ATV guy, I was starting to be a core ATV guy, you know, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, and they didn't have that since uh, Colt Brinkerhoff worked there, and, uh, yeah, they needed a quad guy, and, yeah, it's uh, and now now that I'm there, I could really see like, yeah, Fast Company definitely needs to have a quad guy in the house for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big part of our like the quad the quad market is such a such a big chunk of our you know of our, uh, mm-hmm. our customer base for sure. Yeah, we don't uh, the the quad guys don't have the uh, the the travel of suspension like the dirt bike guys. So that those uh, fast flex bars usually help a little bit more <laughs> on the quads. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't, I don't honestly don't really I don't really know what why that is. I think it's I think it's more the big the big deals and all that that basically us as a small business just can't afford like as far as like getting getting guys on like getting on getting flex bars on Supercross on Star Racing Yamaha or right. you know, other teams. You know what I mean? Like that those are some big deals and yeah, uh, Th- those guys are know, picky like, too. Those guys are real picky. I mean. I listen to all those guys talk and they're like, they're jumping from bar, like a certain bar size and cer- certain grip size and angle size. Like that's, it's so crazy to listen to those guys talk about handlebars. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just put it them is. on and ride, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a big part of the cockpit, man. It's uh, you know, I, I spend, I spend 10 hours a day uh, talking about handlebar bands and uh, basically fitting people up with the best, the best ergonomic needs that, that they need for their height and the riding that they're doing and uh even that you know to the machine that they're on too so um yeah no it's a yeah there's big benefits everywhere we got uh we got mountain bike bars as well so yeah a dirt bike quad and uh and mountain bike bars and uh we even make uh impact pegs for the dirt bikes too so yeah and i do all of uh all the sponsorships and like rider support over there and do sales and I rebuild bars every once in a while so you know we wear a lot of hats but uh that's awesome you know it's, it's rad man i i love it there that's 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 a i remember when like fast flex started getting real real big and popular um around here and stuff and everybody was talking about them it's it's a it's a pretty cool concept actually 
It's huge, man. It's, uh, yeah, obviously I didn't come on here to sell some bars, but, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, we're, we're big on precise in the steer path and forgiving in the load path. You know, I'd say we're the, uh, the only abuse reduction technology, like only abuse reduction component that you can, you can purchase that basically, um, I mean, you're not sacrificing control for the abuse reduction, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So Heck yeah, yeah, we're big on that. But, yeah, good stuff. There you yeah. go. You got your plug in. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, man. See, I'm I'm mm-hmm. the type of guy that's like like Brandon when I did ride a lot. <laughs> yeah, when you like, did. Like I feel like like I, I'm so like there's nothing in my opinion more sensitive to a rider than a handlebar setup. Like when it comes yeah. to when it comes to feeling comfortable on a bike. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I would jump on somebody else's bike. Like I could feel comfortable sitting on the bike and and you know manipulating the bike, but like the the handlebars, I would just my mine's like when you get on somebody else's quad, their thumb throttle position. Oh yeah, is, that's is that's, the worst. Yep. you'd hate mine. Yeah, I don't know. Is it really low or is yeah. it really high? It's it's really low. So I used to run mine high. like really high. Yeah. So like when I got tired, I could just palm the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to ride my quad like I do my dirt bike, so it sits real high. Yeah, yeah. If I could make right turns on my quad with a twist throttle, I'd have it probably have a twist throttle. Yeah, on it. I remember Brandon whenever we used to, whenever we used to race <laughs> motocross, that last lap there'd be times that like you know you're reaching around oh, yeah, underneath, reaching underneath and trying pull, to grab pulling, it. The, pulling the throttle with your fa- fingers. Have you ever done that, Logan? Like, do you struggle with arm pump ever? <laughs> I mean, you know, I think we all struggle with arm pump for sure. So there's, yeah, pe- would... there's people that say they don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're I, just, just I as genetic. Yeah, I rarely there's get it. days that I don't, you know, I mean, and if I'm riding like a lot, like if I'm riding like two to three times a week, like, yeah, I won't, I won't pump up, you you're, know, but. Now you're not on a twist throttle, right? You want a thumb throttle? Yeah, I'm on thumbs around. Okay, okay. Yeah. I know some guys like to switch over to a twist, but one thing that I haven't seen that I'm actually kinda surprised is you know how the snowmobiles have like the, the palm? Oh right yeah, like the, the, the palmer. Web? Yeah. I'm I'm surprised guys haven't figured out how to do that on quads yet. Like the jet ski kind of thing? I've never ridden a jet ski, but I'd imagine it's probably pretty close. Yeah, like the one like jet ski I rode webbing. was like just like a like a little clutch lever. You just pulled it. You Uh-oh. just pulled it in. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 it's like a lever. It's like a brake lever. It's like a small a little, um, like a hot, old hot, hot start lever. You know the whole hot start? Oh, yeah, my sister's kind of like always had the, <laughs> the old RMZ. Hey, man, RMZs are getting popular now. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Hey, I'm just saying the last time Kenny <laughs> yeah, was on an RMZ, he, he won oh, yeah. a championship. And he's rocking Sunstar Sprockets. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But it's, uh, no, it's, um, I, I don't know. It's just interesting. Everybody's different setup. I the handlebars don't bother me as much as like pegs and seat position. Mm. Like I'm such a stickler, like especially on the dirt bike, where my pegs are, what pegs they are, and the seat that I have. Mm. Yeah. The handlebars I can get used to fairly quickly. The the quad is almost the same way. Like I'm, st- I found a cheap set of Nerf bars that actually one of the guys listening, Evan Hartzell, he's putting new pegs on them for me because they're actually like welded on pegs. But I love where the foot position is, so mm. I'll never get rid of them. And same with like the the stock seat, like I I just like where it's at, where it puts my body at. Mm-hmm. But if I ever do have handlebar questions, I usually I slide in Logan's DM. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. And, and, and according according to a lot of our listeners on the comment section, that uh, uh, a lot of guys love the uh, love the flex bars for sure. So mm-hmm. so that's awesome. That's awesome. But but uh, yeah, we uh, couldn't do it without those guys. 
<laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. So, Logan, whenever you come out to the uh, GNCC series this year, you're going to have to give us a heads up because we run a fantasy league. And uh, guys like you that can break that top 20 uh, out of nowhere, like we need we need a heads up about that so we yeah. can put some <laughs> – you mean so Brandon can pick them and game <laughs> no, right. again See, this year? I know that this is. We had like over a hundred people play last year, and Brandon won the league, yep. and it, it really, it really bothers me. It, it bothers everybody. It bothers everybody. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna we're gonna change that this year, and uh, but yeah, we need we need some heads up from riders that are that when they come out. Uh, that way we know to put them on the. Only way they change is to kick me out, baby. That's yeah. All. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely give you a heads up, man. And you know what? Now that uh, yeah, you were talking about a top twenty, man. I mean, I think I can do that. Heck I yeah. think I could definitely make that happen. Let's you know? do it. So, so I'll slide um, you a twenty. Do a lot of work, but we'll see, man. I mean, I'll slide I you a twenty. Uh, Not... I guess that'll be my goal for when I come out to GNCC next year. Got to get in that top twenty at least uh, one of the one of the races. That right. top twenty scores points in our fantasy, and uh, um, <laughs> if the highest point scorers and our fantasy are always guys that are outside the top 20 in points and end up like getting you know 15th mm -hmm. or 14th or something like that and then they always end up being the highest scorers so yeah, yeah. there you go that's your goals <laughs> wild yeah that and putting a smooth race on oh yeah yeah like no shoe i got stuck in a mud hole <laughs> at burrow i crashed like three times i hit three different trees yeah, those things and don't then, move. Uh, hey, yeah, here's the thing. Move, yeah. Here's the thing that I like to say. Like, whenever you're racing in a GNCC, if you only hit three trees, like, imagine all That's the trees good. that you passed, and all like your success rate is pretty high. It's pretty good. Yeah. Sometimes I good. use the trees to turn. Yeah. So it's one way to look at it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's really like the only sport that you could have like a 99.6 success rate and still have a really bad day because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's brutal. Oh, it is brutal absolutely absolutely so logan we're gonna let you go man uh but before we do we have to ask you the most important question of the podcast and if you've listened to the show before you already know what it is but i'm interested to see i always love like when we get guys Especially out west. west coast guys yeah yeah, yeah. What's watch your... them say chick-fil-a don't say Chick-fil-A. <laughs> What's your favorite? Oh, the restaurant thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast, fast food restaurant. If you had to pick one and had to pick one candy bar or candy, what would it be? Oh, man. All right. I should have thought about this one. Okay. And with, putting 88, with, with putting 88 hours in a week That's on the driving, road, yeah. we know you have – had to have some yeah, good so, answers here. So we know you didn't meal prep all so that. much gas station food. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have to have a drive-through. Yeah, yes. that's the rule. It has yeah. to count as fast food. It has to have a drive-through. What's big out there that everybody likes? I've got you. Uh, I got you. In and out. In and out. all the time. What's that? Where do I go all the time, dude? I honestly like, man. Del I'm a big Chick-fil-A guy, dude. I, got I told you. I told you. Chick-fil-A. I told you. I'm guilty, dude. I go to Chick-fil-A, like, often enough. Like, I can't even think of anything else. Every day but Sunday. <laughs> yeah, every day but Sunday. That's for sure. Dude, this whole town just shuts down on Sundays. Let me tell you. <laughs>
Okay. Okay. That and Jimmy Johns. Okay. Oh, okay. Jim, Jimmy Johns. That's a yeah. first for Jimmy Johns. I yeah, think. We'll take that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Freaky fast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Candy bar, man. I'm allergic to peanuts, Ooh. so I don't need a lot of chocolate really at all. Like, I mean, not a lot of those chocolates have. You, you can go gummies or anything if you want. Any dude, kind I of like, candy. Any of the like the laffy taffy that'll work. Laffy taffy will work. Yeah. Yeah. Laffy taffy all day long. That was my that was uh that was my stuff when I was a kid for sure. I don't need much candy anymore, but do you read the jokes though? You have to read the jokes out loud. Dude, I had the jokes jokes. memorized. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I like read that joke. I was like, oh I've seen this all before. I didn't know there was jokes on Laffy Taffy. I just rip it open and eat it. I mean, look at me. I just wrote up an idiot. Shoot. All right, Logan, man. Hey, man, we appreciate your time tonight. And uh, definitely, when you get over here on the East Coast, uh, we need to get get hook up with you at a race. And uh, we'll get you back on the show for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, we really enjoyed talking to you tonight. Wow, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, I, I had a great time tonight. Thanks for having me on. Uh it's been a blast, man. Yeah, looking forward to uh, getting out there and shaking hands. And, yeah, seeing you guys next year for sure. All right, man. All right, man. Good luck in Good your luck, first buddy. round. Like, what, three weeks from now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. three, four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're, we're right around the corner. Yep. Awesome, man. All right. Good luck, buddy. All right. Thank you, too. You guys have a Merry Christmas. All right. You, you too, man. man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks, brother. Bye. Bye. See ya. That's pretty cool, man. That's uh, three weeks away from racing. My gosh, it's like – we're only like what six or seven away from GNCC. We yeah, I remind far. myself every time I wake up and look in the mirror. Yeah, Man, it's no. it's crazy how fast this off season's going. Like Supercross is like what seventeen days, eighteen days away. I know. And I then know. works is kicking up, and then GNCC. And hey, speaking of Supercross, um, we we <laughs> as soon as Splitline Fantasy came to be a thing, we kind of like sit by the wayside our pulp mex fantasy oh, league yeah. so like make sure you guys if you guys want to play pulp mex fantasy <laughs> with us um yeah. make sure you guys go and do that uh we you can just search uh split line off road mm-hmm. on the leagues they have there i think we have like 60 60 or 70 people in our league <clears throat> from last year mm-hmm. and it just kind of rolls over so we'll be playing that again this yep. year mm-hmm. uh doug you playing most likely. Okay. Most likely. Okay. When I remember to actually submit stuff. That's what you you got to uh, pay for the mulligans, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they do mulligans. If, like yeah, say, I like say, that was a thing. yeah, Should you we... could. Pay, it's like it's extra if you pay to play. Actually, pay to play to win the prizes and stuff. You can pay for a couple mulligans, which dude, they're giving away like four or five dirt bikes oh, this it's year. Crazy. It's insane. It's great. That's what I want, man. <laughs> for our fantasy. <laughs> let's let's talk about our fantasy just a little bit. That's what I want for our fantasy. Yeah. I want one day to be able to give away dirt bikes, to give away a quad a YFZ four fifty. We can I'm, go get I'm like a Tau Tau fifty or something real quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A Tau fifty. Uh, hang it from your ceiling. Yeah. But he, here's the thing, guys. It's gonna be on a website this year. Uh, we're gonna be able to allow you guys to pick your own teams, submit your own teams. We're gonna add a few little twerks to the game. Mm-hmm. Tweak twerks. Tweaks? Twerks? Twerks? Tweaks. You twerking? <laughs> Twerk? <laughs> Nobody's twerking on the game. Nobody's twerking. Oh, it's it's you're gonna go pick somebody and you're gonna see Coop twerking. It's like a little thing that pops up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Not going to be twerking <laughs> on the game, but you guys, we're going to be able to allow you guys to pick your teams. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we worked out a lot of bugs last year mm-hmm. before we brought it to a website. So this year, 
Uh, I'm not going to say it's going to run perfectly smooth because it's going to be the first time for us to operate a website mm -hmm. uh, in this manner. Really, in any manner, I've never operated a website, let alone, <laughs> right. let alone a functioning website like this. Right. <laughs> but, but it's going to be cool. It's mm -hmm. going to be cool. You guys are going to be able to see the riders, um, see the riders and the points that they've had thus far this season. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. I'm really excited to see, you know, where we can take it. Um, um, so spread the word. Last year, we did not promote it to begin with right. because we didn't want we hand you handwrit everything. You hand typed. I, I literally, you did everything. I literally, every pick that everybody <laughs> had this season, I literally entered it in the computer. Not what's the opposite of automatically? <laughs> like I had to like functionally enter it in the computer <laughs> every single week. But it was a good learning experience because we saw what we wanted in the game and what we didn't want in the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's going to be really good as a user of the game. Did you what? Did you enjoy it this year? I Doug? did. I had a lot of fun. The hardest part for me was being at the tracks on like Fridays and, and no service to find service. To submit. That's, that's I mean, you have a whole part. week to pick your team. Yeah, but see, you know, you gotta. <laughs> I get, I get walking around the pit. <laughs> what does that mean? I get like walking around the pits and like, like so. It's not even really about Hunter. That. How you feeling today? <laughs> no, it's it's more of like stuff happens. Like yeah. you want to see who's who's pulling in, who who's showing up, especially when you got guys like keys and mccormick and you know um there's guys that this yeah ringers, show up yeah you know, yeah mm -hmm. so you definitely want to you know you got jeremy ladon that'll show up every like in mm -hmm. the top 20 sometimes you know you want to see you want to see him pull in because we are racing in the woods so yeah. good stuff happens you don't know who has a lingering injury or anything like that right. yeah and all these racers like to keep stuff quiet too well it's not even really i'm you hear about it on the Supercross and Motocross side because there's a lot more media. Right. And I follow a lot of guys on, on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. And so you do see some of it, but it's not – there's not like a – it's not just all there. I get the yeah. feelings, you know what I mean? Like I, I just get those gut feelings, and that's what I go off of oh, my gut. Here, you know what I mean? Listen here. We're going <laughs> to hey, talk. Is it, is listen, it too – Okay, Brandon, <laughs> tell us how to win. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how to win. You make the right picks, baby. That's what you do. Uh, is it too late to like add uh, – like a like a wild card to our game, like uh, who comes around tenth place on the first lap, and if you get it right, you get an extra fifteen mm -hmm. points or something. Is that too late? Good luck tracking that. Racer TV on tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, we were going to do a whole shot award, but thanks to Walker Fowler, like that, you can't do that. You could do like an XC two Junior A whole shot yeah, yeah you could do something like that 30 plus it. i saw could do something like, like that we've something about like guessing who could be in a certain spot could also make it easy and just do like 25th overall 36th overall like you could just make those guesses right and you just have to look at the official results at yeah the end. <laughs> <laughs> i think it would well, make it a lot easier right what, what stinks though is is like if somebody's transponder goes down mm-hmm well, that's why you wait for the official results. I know. Those are usually up fairly quick. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. They get that sorted pretty yeah. quick. So, it, so it's not going to be like live, live as right. far as like you guys aren't going to be able to <laughs> see your like... score during the race. That costs a little bit extra to do that. <laughs> um, you, but you, I, but we're going to be like I'm still going to manually or Brandon, one of our, mm -hmm. one of us, or Tom. We need to get Tom in the podcast yeah. sometime. Tommy's yeah, getting Tom. in the podcast. Yeah, uh, he needs to be in the producer chair. 
That's true. Tom doesn't even. <laughs> I think it's past Tom's bedtime. Is it though. past Tom's bedtime? <laughs> past my bedtime. Too. <laughs> so, but one of us is going to enter in the rider scores, mm-hmm. and then that's going to populate to mm-hmm. the two two year specific teams. One change that we talked about possibly making is is being able to pick your bike team On clear up until, until Sunday. Sunday. So that way, now you can pick your bike team whenever on Tuesday if you wanted to, but that gives you the opportunity that like like man, I really had a good ATV score. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should back it down a little bit on my bike team. That way, back I can back it down. I don't even understand that. What back what down? It's just pedal to the metal. So like time. so, what, what he's saying is no, he I makes a good good quad <laughs> picks. He can play a little bit more safe on the on the dirt bike know. side. See, Brandon just hang it out, buddy. Brandon played it safe for like the last 5 <laughs> rounds and it darn near bit hey. him. Then boys hey. came that close oh, to yeah. getting him. And then, and then they just fell back off cuz they had to try to they, they try would. to outdo me. They would. They See, here's, here here well it was the cool thing cuz I watched it from from the catbird seat like typing <laughs> it in the computer and everything. So I watched these guys they would send it with like crazy teams. <laughs> <laughs> every <one>. week <laughs> and then like you would see a guy like string like three great weeks mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and brandon's running there brandon was like like top 10 to top 12 yeah. every week mm-hmm. you only won one right? one yeah. round uh-huh. like yeah. there was only one person that won more than one round this entire year and i forget who it was but he only won two rounds it right. was the uh last two he Brought a second one. He won like one of the first couple and then one of the last two, I think it was. Yeah. He won almost all season. <clears throat> yeah. But to be fair, if you could pick like Ben Kelly to win it every week, this year was not your year. Right. Well, but here's the thing like with the handicaps and everything, yeah. like I think it, you could do that, but you're not going to make a lot of points. Up. Yeah. You yeah. look, you look at. At the way, like I, I, I can sit there and I look at like each individual score sheet for the entire year, and I can see that guys, like it was just like random, just like mixed matched mm-hmm. all season long. There was nobody that was super, super consistent, and I think that's what makes the game fun. Right? Is is like it's not very predictable. Yeah, yeah. especially when you throw in guys uh, like we had this year coming over from like Europe or mm-hmm. South America. Yeah, they'll come race a couple. You know, we. Oh yeah. Ben Bluen will come down from Canada and race a couple, and mm-hmm. he'll shake it up. And yeah. it's, so you're like, uh, who do I pick? You know, now you got guys in the top twenty right. that right. are not racing anymore, either. Mm-hmm. right? You know, right? It makes it hard. <laughs> so, still on the same topic as fantasy, Brandon. You got something first? No, you good. I I got something cooking for you guys. So I'm just waiting to third in there. So okay. Hit. Still on the same topic as fantasy, but switching sports a little bit, Brandon. What do you do if if you're playing? somebody in fantasy football for a playoff position <laughs> and, you tie. and you guys tie <laughs> what's the tiebreaker i'm asking for a friend it's it's it goes off of record and then points so like your total points that you scored the whole year mm-hmm. and i think he only had like 10 points or something on you and then he had a better record so that, so mm-hmm. it goes like the points and then goes to the record and then mm-hmm. that's the tiebreaker dang it you know you know it's funny there's no tiebreaker situation bring... there's no tiebreaker situation <laughs> that i saw that i thought that i could win <laughs> So uh, I meant to mention that last time, uh, me and you had a little uh, fantasy duel on the football th- side, and uh, I think I won. Uh, did I beat you? 
Yeah, I forgot to start my quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. appreciate that. But anyways, so, I owe you money, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll settle don't, that. We'll don't. settle that later. Okay. Later. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, guys, I got a question for you. So for Christmas, right? So we got in the in the season of Christmas. Would you rather have dirt bike gear, dirt bike? Well, dirt bike slash quad gear parts or video games under the Christmas tree if you had to choose one well, like which would you be more excited about I'm gonna say gear for the gear sure. you like the gear or the parts depends can I pick them <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends on who's buying them. If, it is, if it's my wife buying them, then that's basically like me buying them, and the, then I'm the not going to pick the most expensive video games. Safe bet is video games. Video games. That's because I don't know. Uh, Toby Hughes says parts for sure. Oh, see, yeah. see, like, see. Some people he's like the parts, man. Some people are like, he's a Honda man, so he's, he's, he's a Honda man, so he needs his parts. He's coming eBay looking for new old stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, some guys, some guys like really like a part for Christmas. See, like some, like me, I'm like, oh, I can buy that part for myself. Someone else can go buy me something, you know. Like this year, you know, what's really crazy is like I was telling my wife. I need socks and underwear. Like, I want socks and underwear <laughs> under the tree. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, I was, like, not even asking for socks and underwear. Like, no. <laughs> but. Uh, that's, I'm particular with my gear, and I'm pretty particular with my parts, too. Like, I'm not just going to go buy any old part. Right. You know? I just based on what we do we need stuff that lasts i mean if if, if the wife was <laughs> like put like a tusk carrier in my thing if yeah right me, i mean if the wife like you know? came up into you and was like oh here you know i was thinking of you went to the parts store and she's like oh here's a here's a um what bought this make a 360 for your quad i mean would you be upset no what about you oh no no not at all <laughs> not at all i'd love to make a 360 but, but, you, but, ATV. but maybe you really wanted that like really nice helmet over there, right? So you want to show it off, and which one? A helmet, gear, or a cool part? I would just be excited that my wife would <laughs> make a 360 is. That's so true. That's I, a good I would point. be pretty jazzed on that. That's a know? good point. That's a good point. Oh uh, shoot! So, now, have you guys ever gotten a gift and you're like, "But I really wanted that one over there." You know, you ever done that? <sighs> Probably. Yeah, when I was a kid, most likely. I'm talking about adult life. Yeah, <laughs> like adult hey, racing, man. like. Toby says that his wife got him an IMS dump can oh, last see? year. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Now, Toby, did you ask for that? Right. So, so I'm did saying, you but... ask for that? Because we got to know. Like, if you asked for that, then that, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's an awesome present. Right. But if she got that on her own without you asking, mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. See, like, I go through this with my with my wife all the time. I'm like, well, I'd like to have some new gear. I need some new gear. And then she'll be like, well, which one? And I'll, t- I'll show her gear, right? And then, yeah. and then she's trying to, like, you know. Like, well, this one's more cost efficient over here, but I like these collars here. And then she ended up picking up the collar scheme, right? So it's like, but I really wanted that gear over there. Oh, man. No, no. I mean, it's good. She she actually surprised me last year with some Troy Lee gear. So I was like, Ooh, oh, like, I was Troy like, Lee gear. Troy Lee oh, gear is sharp. Yeah. I've been an O'Neill guy for over a decade yeah. now. So I, I mean, O'Neill's good. That's what Colton wears. I mean, he loves that yeah. stuff. And, and I'll tell you what, man, they've really brought their program up. They're spending a lot of money this year on some riders. I mean, like Marvin Muskin, um, well, Colt Nichols. Guy. I don't know if you guys have ever gotten to interact with Keith. He, mm-hmm. He's around quite a lot. And he's, 
I mean, he's just a good old boy. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Toby said that 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 he did not ask her for wow. that. He was totally shocked. That's pretty Let, awesome. Let's just say did she's you, probably tired of pump uh, putting the gas in his pit stops. Yeah. With a regular old can. She, it. she wanted that quick too. Did you have the receiver though? <laughs> <laughs> That's the big thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I figured out yesterday though. The so like on your bike, like I, I have a KTM three hundred. If you get the Acer B oversized tank, the IMS dump can receiver fits on the Acer B tank. Hmm. I didn't know that. I, I wonder if they know. I wonder if they wanted you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> they they used to have a, a quick dump can mm-hmm. uh, that was a lot that was real similar. Um, but yeah, that's I actually just read that on one of the things yesterday because I was like, I wonder if it'll fit. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like my pit stops. Like, take your time dumping it. I'm taking a break. You know, like, I'll, I'll just hang out. There's... Right. <laughs> I'll take my break. Same with bottlenecks. Right. I'm like, go ahead, guys. I'll, I'll be all right. Right. So, Doug, I'm going to put you on the spot here because we're likely not going to have you. We might, but probably won't have you back in studio before the GNC season starts. I would say that's probably a safe bet. I was going right? to I know where you're going with this. I was going to do it for Supercross, though. You want to do Supercross first? I mean, it's more recent, right? Or it's getting ready to be more recent. I know, but we are a GNCC podcast. Oh, I know that, but <laughs> we got to like... Okay. Doug's let's... got six six weeks to prepare for GNCC. Okay. All right, well... Yeah, we can do both. Let's do both. Let's Why do not both. do both? I mean, we don't have a time limit here. I don't know. Okay. Give us... Let's give, give us a, your podium for the 450 Supercross... This year, the championship or the race, just Champion, a one championship, championship. Let's go championship. Man, let's go tough. big. I he's, know he's it's going tough. tough, man. I know it's tough. And then let's go east winner and west winner. Oh man, I don't even know who's running. Yeah, east and west. Um, well, I mean, whatever coast that Lawrence is, Jet, <laughs> Jet Jet's going to be on east. If I rem- if I if I heard, no wait, he's going west. If I heard right, as long as he doesn't get Tell hurt, he wads himself again. Right, right. Now Jeremy Martin will be on east because he got hurt. Not too long ago, dealing with a small little injury, he will be on the East Coast for sure. I haven't even been paying attention. And I'm pretty sure they said Joe Shimoda will be on the opposite coast of Jet. I'm sure he will. So he'll be on the East Coast. Okay, give us your top, your 450 podium then. Oh, man. It's got to be Eli, Chase. And something in the back of my head says Roxon Brank. <laughs> but I, I Eli don't Chase. Know who, to, who to put up for the third one? Mm. I, Mookie. It, Mookie and Plessinger go back and forth with yeah. me. Like that, they're yeah. almost too. I don't Webb. trust. I don't trust Plessinger for a full season. You got Webb, Mookie. But it's the first race, not the whole season. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he, first... he he won the championship. Oh, the championship. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Yamaha. Tomac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Chase Sexton, my boy. Rides off into the sunset. <sighs> looking good, man. He's looking good. He might. All I don't right. know. It, it'll be a battle again this I, year, I think. Just how crazy would it be? Like, how how crazy would everything just change in bike sales and everything if Roxon would just win the championship, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say he goes on a just a winning streak, pulls it all off on that Suzuki, and just turns the motocross, supercross side upside down and then wins on a Suzuki that really is six years old, five years old, something like that. Yeah. So I am going to say there is absolutely nothing wrong with the Suzuki except 
everyone has gotten lazy and they don't want to want to kickstart the bike. The yeah. Suzuki is probably still the best handling dirt bike. He seems pretty excited about it. Yeah, I mean, it's always been a good handling bike. It's just like you know, like I I listen to a lot of weird podcasts now. Like I listen to Chris Kiefer like talk about like the 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 components like you know your ecus and your electronical some of that stuff is starting to get a little bit outdated and all this stuff They'll, you know what they can do now when they hook up a computer finds you a good tuner to your bike you a vortex you're all good right to go, man. well i mean twisted you know <laughs> i mean if you think about it was it justin bogle which who ran who just rode for um twisted t and pulled the whole shot it was heart heart ramp was it heart wrap? One of them just pulled. It was last year. Very pulled the whole shot maybe. and made it look really good on that 450 and, and held it. I, for some reason, I was thinking Bogle, but um, or no, Savage didn't run. I think it was Bogle that pulled out and just ran like two or three laps up front. And it was like, oh my god, is this just going to happen? But then you know the rider, unfortunately, you know just couldn't stack up. I don't think so. Right, right. Now they got a rider that can do it. Kenny. He, he, he can do it. I mean. I think he could do it. I think he could come out and win A1. Oh, for sure. Like, that guy, he, he's just talented, but man. A1 is starting to turn into a curse. Right, whoever wins it. Whoever wins it is irrelevant. <laughs> well, that's just Barsha. Well, no, Cooper Webb won it this year, right? No. Do you know? Roxon won it. Was it Roxon? Yeah. Roxon right. won yeah, round yeah, yeah, one, yeah, 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 and, then, yeah. and then he didn't even finish the season. Webb, Webb just had his better, the, one of the better finishes he's ever had at A1. Yes. And then the he finished second. Off. Right, mm-hmm. and then he fell off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like how it's just so funny, man. Because like everybody's like hating on Suzuki's, but now like everybody's loving Suzuki's because Rockton's on I it. Love Suzuki's. That's well. I mean, the only reason I have the KTM is I wanted a two-stroke, mm-hmm. and I really don't feel like trying to keep an RM fifty <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> right, but it's uh, I race Suzuki's for a long time, even after the whole electric start. Like I've had mm-hmm. the. the it, up until a couple of years ago, I always ran Suzuki's. Yeah, I have zero problems with it, mm-hmm. and I have no problem standing behind my claim that they're probably the best handling bike out there. Yeah, like straight from the thing without putting on different engine mounts and a bunch of suspension mm-hmm. work and stuff like that. That's what everybody's saying. I mean, it's a good bike and everything. It's just that Suzuki sucks d- kicking them though. I w- especially as a short guy, I, I have a lot of problems kicking them. That's mm-hmm. another reason why I went with the KTM. Because I get in a weird spot, like at the bottom of a mm. gully or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, it does. Especially I, on the side of a hill or I something. I had a Suzuki yeah. down at the bottom of a gully one time. Remember that, Brandon? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not tall enough to just kick it. Yeah, you know? I do so. remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it's – um. and do you think uh, Triumph, whatever, well, is going to make their way on the, maybe in the GNCC world eventually? Do you think? Well, maybe. What was it? Last year they had a Triumph show up. It was a Triumph Tiger 900. But I think that might be yeah, the like the ones that you as I say, like <laughs> like the motocross version because in two thousand and twenty four show up with them. Um, the biggest thing is, is looking who's standing behind it. Um, there's not just Ricky; he's just a face. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a lot of really good ex pro MX guys and yeah, or on top of it, yeah. yeah. I, I was just curious because I know they're all, they keep talking about Supercross, and Motocross, and then the um, MXGPs overseas. That's where they're going to hit first. But I was just wondering if I, I guess if that factory team coming in, right? I was just wondering maybe maybe like what's 20, the percentage, 20. or may, I wonder like a satellite oh. team. You know, if somebody like uh, Magna One, you know, you know they have Husky and then their satellite. If somebody yeah. else would want to maybe pull in Triumph and there's try a, them out, there's a lot of proving that has to happen first. Right. You know, um, I, 
nobody even knows what motor they're running yet. Uh, I suspect it will be real close to a KTM style motor, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like the Shercos are running the old KTMs and beta motors and stuff like that. So, right. Um, I, I would imagine it would be something close to that with its own little Triumph European twist on it. But as for like the bare bones of it, I would I would suggest there'd probably be some interchangeable parts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, frame geometry is going to be that's going to be. I just want to know what it looks like because yeah. no one's leaked a photo or anything of it. You know what Which I mean? Like weird. it's it's just so quiet and that's the weird part. It is. If it's, there's it's, one thing I know about this industry, a photo will be leaked before it's supposed to. That's be. what everybody keeps saying, but like they say, those NDAs over there, man, yeah. that they have are. Gnarly. Pretty, pretty gnarly. Some guy walking by the test track. How many of the leaked photos do we have? Drones or wherever. On the test track out in California. Yeah, right. Like, that's all it takes. It's just some (laughs) guy like us walking by like, (laughs) They they must have, like, a test track somewhere where no one can see out in the... I've never tried to ride a dirt bike in Europe, so I don't know. (laughs) Right. That's not been on the bucket list. I'm just trying to throw some, some good topics up. Yeah. So I could probably see Honda bringing back like a TRX 450 for GNCC before I see Triumph making a factory effort for GNCC. Is that saying that you're super confident that Honda's going to do that, or you're no, really? I'm saying I'm super <laughs> not confident Triumph's going to show see, up to a GNCC. See, the one reason I would think that Triumph would want to try to make their way to the off-road scene is how popular it is. How popular it is. And, it's not the the motocross guys that buy these bikes. Is a lot of times it's us guys that go mm-hmm. like, oh man, Triumph's doing, be, looking cool. I'm gonna go buy one and try one out. You know? I mean, be it's in becoming enduro before they ever come over here and try it. It's becoming it's becoming more popular knowledge that people are starting to really understand that GNCC really is the number one racing series in the world mm-hmm. with the highest attendance in in riders and. Um, you know, not only on the dirt bike side, but in the ATV side as well. So uh, I think that, you know, that we're getting a lot of hybrid tracks now too, especially mm-hmm. locals mm-hmm. where you hit the woods and then half of like a, a rowdy moto track mm-hmm. and then back into the woods. And yeah, I, I think that's cool. Yeah. The, the cross country series is the cross country series is, are definitely taking advantage of the fact that they are becoming the premier racing series across the country. Mm-hmm. And your, your motocross, like people are tired of, of having to travel to all these tracks. I'll tell you what they're tired of. They're tired of showing up, spending 12 hours at that racetrack all day long. And riding heat, 10 minutes. And riding 10 minutes. Or to not ride 10 minutes, you pay for five classes and you spend four hundred dollars at dang classes yeah. to, to to ride but and that's what i think we all like about it you show up you you ride your race you ride for two hours three hours whatever your whatever class you show up for and and uh you know and you get your money's worth you ride you go home you, your wife's happy because you wasn't at the track for 12 hours <laughs> your your kid's not kicking and screaming and sunburnt you know what I mean? I've and been at a GNC track for 12 hours before. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean. This is a quick trip for me. Yeah. Right. yeah. Friday but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like I for a normal person that get, shows up, just oh, does yeah. his thing. I mean, think about it. When you're, you know, you're a family man, you're a family man. Like if you can keep your wife happy and your kid happy and you can get to go ride, ride your bike or your quad and for a couple hours you get your ride time in and, and uh, load up and go home and 
still yeah. race. I'm lucky though. My kids will be the ones I take them to a moto track to watch, and they will walk up to everybody <laughs> that's standing on that gate and be like, "When are you gonna race in the woods?" <laughs> like, that's my kids. So like them being at the that's track it. for a long time. Cool. That's their favorite weekend. Colton loves the gate. He's like, Dad, can I can I go race that gate drop? I want to do a gate drop. I'm like, uh, yeah. Call up risk at a plaster. Yeah, practice one, practice one right, <laughs> right. But I, I, he, I think he would rather to go do meadow than than woods. But we really don't ride that much woods though either. So. You know what I mean? He wasn't having fun when I saw him. No. <laughs> he was not having fun. Oh, he was man. not having fun. We that poor guy. There was I've a lot of I've never seen somebody so excited to, to not get off have to push the bike like, up the hill. That was, was that was brutal. I knew I knew he was gonna get stuck. Us. Yeah. Like we walked right into that mess. Yeah. <laughs> Doug literally looked at me and said, We better get out of here before we end up pushing pulling bikes. all these bikes out. And then I look and I was like that's cold. There's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy. It's like he raced his P dub at Mount Morris the year before and did twenty to fifty times better than he did on that Cobra. Different track though. Yeah, but then he raced Mount Morris this year and didn't do very good either. So it, that Cobra hits hard though. It does. It hits really hard. He's got to figure that out. But not a great woods bike. No. Until you at least you learn how to ride it. But yeah, that PW, he did awesome. I think he took like six in his class the year before. I'm like, oh, okay, we'll get him a faster bike. It'll be good. And <laughs> Well, you definitely got him a faster bike. I think Cobra is like the fastest 50 that's ever been yeah, made. Right. You know, go faster, go home. So, so Doug, give me, uh, uh, give me a prediction. Who do you think is going to win the overall bike championship in 2023? Overall bike championship. GNCC, right? GNCC. Yes. Okay. I think it's going to be uh, Ben Kelly. Is going to take the overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that KTM team is pretty dialed. Mm. So, and then I think Stu will probably bring in a close second uh, with him on his. But I, I don't think that Tenley has the money that they're willing to throw at it like mm. KTM is. I wonder how much money Rocky Mountain's throwing up. I know that they pulled their sponsorship from their Supercross teams to be able to do that. And so, right? Yeah. I imagine enough to, to bring to, Stu to, in. right. You know, so that's that's what I was curious. That speaks volumes to the GNCC crowd, though. Mm-hmm. It really does mm-hmm. to to see what sponsors are doing, like pulling pulling uh, support from Supercross. To I mean, you don't want to really see support pulled from anywhere, mm-hmm. but um, well, there were some other factors that right. I'm sure get into right. Not on here. But, uh, <laughs> there, like there were some other factors, but it is. I mean, that's that, that's the fact is that they went from Supercross Motocross over mm-hmm. to GNCC, and if you listen to some of the other interviews and and guys just talking and stuff like that there's there's a lot of pro MX Supercross guys that really don't mind racing in the woods and right. you're seeing a lot more of them come over mm-hmm. uh Zach kind of opened up the gate but like I was saying last week in the comments or the week before or whatever the last show was um it uh it makes a I gotta push the button. I know, it's hard to remember. I, I know. But it's uh Don't like, be shy. Uh, <laughs> like he's been wanting to race in the woods and he hasn't ever been able to. So just due to contract obligations. So for him to say, All right, I'm done, but I'm gonna go race in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have like Jeff Walker coming over and putting it up on YouTube that he's even coming back to race it. You know, yeah, you right. get you get some of the freestyle guys like like Axel Hodges that'll show up or mm-hmm. like I really wouldn't be surprised to see more of kind of like on the cusp pros starting to come over and, and doing mm-hmm. some more woods riding, especially you got Stu that has shoals down there that is a great complex for mm-hmm. both 
you know, right. and, and Stu can ride both, oh, yeah. you know, real mm-hmm. well. So it's, um, I, I see a lot more cross training maybe happening. Yeah. Because the guys in the woods are already cross training. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. It's hard to go find a 15 mile track that one of your buddies owns. And if you right. do, you know, don't, don't be afraid to call me. Uh, <laughs> right. I'll come out with you. But it's, <laughs> so you get a lot more of, of a cross training going on and you can show up and, and race like a 45 minute moto on a track that's not doing open practice on that day. You yeah. Know, it makes mm-hmm. it, that makes a huge difference, you know? And, um, doing all that stuff. And now you have like the NEPG, you have Terra Inferno. Well, all the Terra series is now for the bikes. You have Sprint Enduro, you have mm-hmm. all that fun stuff that now the bike guys can really, you can go race a pro moto the next weekend, go the next state over race an NEPG or mm-hmm. a national hare and hound or, or yeah. something like that. You know, I can, I can definitely see that there's going to be a lot more, uh, like hybridization of rider discipline. Right. And which is what we need. Right. And I blame Ryan Sipes for this. <laughs> that guy <laughs> pretty much, I don't want to say he, he started out cause I know there was a guy, a couple guys before him, but Jeremy McGrath. Yeah. Jeremy, yeah. you know, with the super moto and the super <laughs> yeah. cross and oh, X yeah. games and all that stuff. And speaking of Ryan Sipes, that dude is an animal. Like, did you see that x-ray he put up the other day? Oh my gosh. And he, and I listened to, um, one of his pods that he does. And he's like wanting to be back for I'm pretty sure Nashville for Supercross. Yeah, I'm like, what, dude? I was. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, Nashville though. Oh, dude, I might. You we, might go. Brittany and I were talking. It's like, is it warm at that time of year down there? Because it's an open stadium, so it's not. If it, ever been to Nashville? If it's cold, dude, Nashville's awesome. Like, let's like, go. Tell them to have a GNCC there. I'll be there. <laughs> I mean, let's go to that Supercross. Depends on when it is. I haven't looked when is at the it? schedule. Um, it's April, April, March. April, April. Late April. April 28th or 29th. Yeah. Something like that, if I remember. Because I was looking at it. We were Because lo- we were looking at maybe Indy or Detroit or Nashville. And I was like, let's go to Nashville. And then I was like, ooh, is it warm? We, we can ride it off for work. Is it warm there? That's the only thing I'm worried about. Because I don't want to go there and freeze. Cause it's an open, open stadium. It's not like it's... Jacket. I mean, yeah. Like, what do you... What do you like, do? all right. There's a jacket and then there's... A parka? Bring a <laughs> Freaking blanket? It's Nashville. It's You're Nashville. a football fan. It's you Nashville. should be used to that. Don't Listen. those guys all play in the snow yeah, like a bunch well, of children playing, anyway? We're playing in the ice bowl next we year. <laughs> we are. I mean, yeah. it's for my son. It's not for me. <laughs> it's for his benefit. It's Nashville, though. I do it for my son. Like, we can go. Your son doesn't like Supercross? Oh, no. he's. Uh, that's the re- one reason we're talking about going is because he's never been to one yet, and I want to introduce him to it a little bit. But After? And Tomax, he's a big Tomac fan. Loves Tomax. I'd rather go to an outdoor one than an indoor one. Because all those dudes run well, BP, and that I gives love me the worst indie. headache in the world. I go to Indy all the time. It, all the reason I go there is because I know for a fact it's not going to be a mudder, and it's it's warm Super inside. And the mud is entertaining, though. It might be entertaining, but <laughs> those tickets aren't cheap these days. You know what I mean? I'm, no, I'm telling you though, like just being in Nashville is a good time, right? But honestly, when you go for a Supercross race, if you do it right, you really don't have that much time to. Depends on how long you're there for. Oh, you're, well, I mean, how long are you going? <laughs> if we're go- it's Nashville. <laughs> it's Nashville. <laughs> I, hey, I personally love like going into these little dive bars, grabbing some chicken wings and listening to... I thought to- he was going to say grab some chicks, and I was like, whoa, bro, what you going with that? Chicken wings <laughs> with my wife and watching some good country music. Right. 
and well, then going across the street and watching some amazing Supercross racing. Well, that's good, but like usually, if you want to go there, you got to be there for qualifying and practice. Oh, I and, get it, and and to walk around the fan I get fest. It, but and, are they qualifying on Friday? No. Are they qualifying? But on you got to drive there. Are they qualifying on Sunday? You got to drive there. Yeah, you got to drive there. But it, Supercross futures on Sunday. I mean, I'm yeah. gonna leave. I'm gonna leave the butt crack a way before dawn. <laughs> The butt crack before dawn, huh? <laughs> the butt crack before dawn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we we actually started going on Thursday night, taking Friday off you to can go, go to Indy, get breakfast, and watch live music. I know I'm on two different subjects right now, but uh, yeah. I don't know. So, but anyways, back if to the... there's a woods race that weekend. I'm out. I'll watch it on my phone. Like I, I'll, I don't I'll have the know. schedule. I don't have the schedule yeah. in front of me like yet, but because I don't know if like one. we missed Indy last year because they put Indy on our state opener. Oh, yeah. I missed Indy because I was out of full gas last year. Yeah. that's. I'm going woods racing. I, mm-hmm. I watch somebody else ride their bike. I'll go ride mine. But, like, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's possible, you know, it's Tomac, might be Tomax last year. Never know. That's what they I, I think it is. <laughs> All right, Doug. Tomac is like Farver Brady. Like, he's supposed to retire <laughs> at the end of retire. every year. And then he just comes back and waxes everybody. All <laughs> right. Who's taking home the ATV overall championship, the oh, GNCC shit. this year? I don't know. You got a coin? It has to be a three-sided I coin. I got an SD card. Like, it has <laughs> to be a three-sided coin. Three-sided, yeah. Ooh, three-sided. Touche. Give me a... Well, I know you're two. Who's yeah. the third? I think Hunter. Can no, I was going to say Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Hunter, I, I really I see think... Hunter coming out swinging. I... We need to get Hunter on here soon. We haven't had him on for... A couple weeks. A couple weeks. <laughs> I think Hunter, because you know we've talked to him a lot, and he is somebody that that came into the pro class Don't with Jay Shad either. No, oh gosh, I know. <laughs> Hunter came into the pro class, pro class, wanting to learn, mm-hmm. wanting to learn from Walker, wanting to learn from Bryson, and just being happy with thirds, happy, mm-hmm. ha- like you know, just kind of being happy about learning. I've seen him develop this hunger mm-hmm. that, okay, I think that he agrees that it's time to turn it on. Right. And I, I, I think I'm, I'm with you. When I think he came that he, back after summer break, that dude found an extra like 10%. Right. Well, that, that was going to be my, my thing with Hunter. Is he going to be willing to hang it out to where Walker and Bryson are hanging it out? Yeah. And Walker's already said he's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. At that yeah, space, but he's still gonna go there. He's going there, but he's <laughs> uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable. So that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, Hunter's fast. There's no doubt about Bryson it. He is a fast dude. Too, right. You know what's he's interesting like, is when you we don't... get together, we go too fast through the woods. Like oh, yeah. both of them have said that. But then you get Hunter that's maybe like a hundred yards behind him. Right. Yeah. Right. Just... That's what I'm saying. Like he's got to. He's got to want to go that extra. That just that little bit more. Just that little bit more, and he's there. But you got to run that pace, and you got to. We all know, I mean, shoot, their pace is way faster than any of us can really ever think about. Even fathom, yeah. Yeah, I mean. What I think's crazy is it's not often in ATV or motocross, dirt bike, ATV, whatever it may be, discipline, you don't hear professionals say, I'm uncomfortable. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you yeah. don't hear that. Not, like, not from the not top pros. Not from yeah. the top not pros. Not from the top. You don't hear that honesty. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes down to it, it's like, I know I can go there, but I, this is, this Short is, burst. 
<laughs> this is uncomfortable, guys. Right. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? Right. And they've pushed, they've, and both on the on the, on the two wheel side for sure, and on the four wheel side. I mean, unfortunately, look at the injuries we had on the mm-hmm. two wheel side. Oh, yeah. That prove it. Like, like they have found the ceiling. Oh yeah. And they're they're pinging off that ceiling a lot. Right. And it's 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 crazy to watch. It's nerve wracking to watch, and I'm sure it's nerve wracking to be a part of it. But it's one of those things. It's like it literally comes down to who wants it more, who is going to break through that ceiling more often when they have to. It's a professional race, man. Yeah. Like if they're not thinking that stuff, but that also comes back but to what here's you guys thing. and Stu were talking about too. Like, is it time to actually look at how the schedule is set up? Like the day to day schedule run all the amateurs on one day, mm-hmm. maybe the pros on the next, so that then you have that time to Man, clean I love up having, the track a little bit. Yeah, I love having those I love having those discussions with Stu whenever he's been on and talking about stuff like that, like restructuring cuz I think that, you know, with every have to happen eventually. With every business, with everything like you grow so much and then you have to you have adjust. to restructure stuff. You oh, have yeah. to adjust stuff. I mean, just look at this podcast, for instance. Like like last year at this time, Brandon and I were sitting down shivering with, yeah. with a computer, two dinky microphones, and, and, you and that was it. Us. And you couldn't even see us. But oh, like, yeah. like you have to restructure. And I'm, GNCC has grown so much, and they have the – they are getting and grabbing – the absolute top tier talent. I mean, look like you oh, we yeah. just talked about Zach Osborne coming over and racing GNCC. All these guys wanting to race in the woods. Look, Cooper Webb, two time Supercross Championship, was racing, yeah, was racing guys lo- across the ocean just because they hear about it. Racing local hair scrambles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I think that, like you know, they're in they're in a situation where they're, I guess potentially outgrowing the old mold, which is a good thing. That's a good problem to have, yeah. right? Yeah, it so could be a good problem. I, I'm it could excited. also be a nightmare because yeah. we're losing tracks too. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, because like, cause the bigger we keep getting, the... the Less track venues we can have because yeah, we lost venues. Unadilla. Yeah, Unadilla. Like, yeah. There's Unadilla, all like Powerline Park. Powerline Park. Which Steel I know Creek. that's a whole different situation, yeah. but... Yeah, like Steel Creek. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sunday... Raceway, Baroque, John Penn, they right. ripped out their moto tracks. Yeah. We had I remember they used water. to race at the water slide. Right, yeah, down at the water slide in Salem, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is I mean, you know, like the bigger it gets, it, it, growth is not a – growth is a good problem to have. It's a good problem. It's yeah. just eventually and, – and this is where I get worried about eventually they're going to – it's like – do they have to have an amateur weekend and a pro weekend? Right, mm-hmm. and it gets to the point where that's not cost cost efficient enough for them, and yeah. I guarantee it's not because I've been on that side of before. So then I'm starting to wonder, someone's getting cut. It's just the way it works. When you get enough people, I, I worry that they're going to end up cutting somebody. We all know what gets cut first. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, the only thing supporting it is Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Take take If Yamaha stops making quads tomorrow, like say they came out and said, no more quads. Brandon, this is a happy well, show. We got a, let's, let's, let's I'm just, talk happy I'm just saying. Happy if you ask the, the Honda guys, we got 10 years plus still to go with them Yamaha quads where we can just keep buying parts. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But I'm just that saying, means, like, if Yamaha pulls this, pulls its from Walker Fowler or Bryson Neal or Hunter Hart, those guys that 
probably have some kind of Yamaha deal, right? Mm-hmm. Some dealing with Yamaha. They pulled that stuff away from. Do those guys still do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I bet you they do. I mean, I, I, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I'm just saying once you get so big and they don't have to worry about something that maybe might be a headache for them, they can just. That's what, like cut 26 them. guys out of 2,700 people. Right. But I'm just saying, but look at the dirt bike side. I mean, they get, we have 600 ATVs. They have 1,200 dirt bikes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's still. And what what I'm saying is like. still they a third. T- what I'm saying is they, they can take that. And most likely, like me, all of us in this room, if we didn't have a quad, what yeah. do we have? We'd have a dirt bike. I have both. Exactly. I'm, I'm right. And this guy over here, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they'll, they'll pick up most of that slack. And this was what worries me. You know what I mean? Like, this is what worries me. If we keep getting bigger, they're going to cut off one of our hands. Most over half of the people is going to convert to dirt bikes. And then Saturday's amateur day or pro day and Sunday's amateur day. And there you go. Yeah. But I bet you, if you see that, you see another thing pop up. That's going to be just like GNCC. Right. ATVs. And who knows, that might even inspire other guys to set up stuff like Sprint Enduros for ATVs. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. You know? Dude, that would be sick. Sprint Enduros for ATVs. That would be awesome. That th- Those are just fun. Like, those are just fun. You should just come do one with us. Well, not, not with us. With me. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy over Dang. here doesn't ride, so. Right. You know. <laughs> but no, it's a, I mean, it's There's only one person thing. in this room that was in a commercial riding this year. <laughs> Two people. There's two people in this room that was in a commercial riding this it year. It could have been a third one, but I had other obligations to my son. See? No. It could have been a third one, but he didn't want to ride. No, yeah. my son. My son. No, he comes first. A, I don't know. I'm, I'm a strong proponent of if one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. Right. I really don't see, see him getting rid of quads. No, I don't all. either. I don't either. I think, you know, Debbie Downer over here. Hey, <laughs> I, know, hey, I know a lot I'm of guys saying. that do race both. Right. Yeah. You know, already. And there's a lot of families that race both already. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm just, it's, it, it, it makes sense. I just so, worry, man, because I grew up I grew up around the ATV motocross side, right? So oh, yeah. I saw, like, that's when where they actually ran, like, a full, I like, national I know. America circuit. Like, they were out on the West Coast. They were on the East Coast. TT, Nationals, mm-hmm. Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha. You know, everything was there, right? So, and then I've seen that. Whether you know, kind of go away. Now we're down to one manufacturer that makes these bikes, and it's like, I think a lot of what killed that though too is you're looking at a lot of guys got rid of their stuff and went like sport utility, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, side by side, side by side, side by side. Really, don't get me started on those things. I mean, they're cool and all, but minutes. they're cool and all. I mean, but I would get bored real quick. I myself, I would get bored real quick. Yeah. I, or tear it up like a, a samurai and go rock crawl yeah right no i agree with you 100 percent with that like i probably cost 10 percent as much oh my gosh and, and we already saw jeans he tried the utvs it was just too they're just too big and too they're wide. too they're dangerous yeah oh yeah and i mean you're talking about like i mean the gncc crowd is already very hands-on and you should be as yeah. far hands-off as you can be from <laughs> those, those things. things yeah they're race cars really? yeah like, right they're Basically, when GNCC and even IXC are running them, they are, they're essentially rally cars. Yeah. You know, with yeah. their open wheel rally cars. They're $30,000. With a bunch of dudes that have never done it before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And yeah, they're like $30,000, $35,000. $35,000. And then, then, you, then, and then you have to put a real cage then you in it. 
turn right. then you turn them into a a race racing race unit car, yeah. for another uh, for another what yeah. 20 grand and that's i came from circle track racing so i know all <laughs> about making janky ass cars go oh, fast oh, you yeah. know and it's it is like, <laughs> janky cars. they are yeah. they, they really are i mean i, I us being quad guys, we know we are taking something and making it do what it is not designed to do. Right. You know, so it's, <laughs> I know, <laughs> buttons. <laughs> Where's Devin when you need him? Right. I know, Devin. Right. Is he giving birth at? yet or what? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> He's not been in the chat, so maybe. He might be giving birth. But it's like we're, we're taking stuff and, and making it with aftermarket parts do what we want to do. But there's a huge difference between strapping on a 400-pound machine and launching it through the woods versus a 2,500-pound right. machine and launching it through the woods. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, if you go to an off-road park to ride, nine-tenths out of those guys or even ten-ninths out of those guys <laughs> have probably already had a 12-pack before they even got oh, in Oh, it. I know, oh, yeah. 100%. That's and a they tear stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. oh, yeah. You put a roll cage around people, and they are they think they're going to they oh, they yeah. become invincible. Oh, yeah. Tell me one thing. Let me ask you this. What kind of hill would you hit on your quad? Uh, I mean, I don't know. You'd hit anything on your quad. That, that, like, be, it, that, that's reasonable. You would hit anything reasonable on your quad. Right, yeah. You'd hit anything reasonable on your dirt bike. Yeah. Is there anything more sketchy than hill climbing in, in a side-by-side? -side? Am I driving or am I in the driver's seat? It doesn't matter. It matters. Okay, if I'm, in, if I'm okay. in the passenger seat, I'm like, no, bro. Like, let's let's not do this. <laughs> okay, you're in the passenger seat. Jason Thompson's driving. Oh God, no, no. no. When, when he bought his, we were at Bob's house. Oh, I know. And we were able to jump in doubles on it, like in his side by side. Oh. And I was in the passenger seat, and I was like, oh, oh my, I was what? in the passenger seat with him when he cased the double and nose first, it <laughs> let off on the face of the jump. Oh, I've I've done that. That's how Good. I have Boom. a bunch of titanium in my wrist. Oh, nice. See, quad. but no, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Hill climbing on a, in, in a side by side is the sketchiest thing I could think of. Like you cannot get away from that thing. You're going with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You get to the top and you don't make it. You're rolling <laughs> with it. At least with the ATV, at they, least you can get away from it. Yeah. Most of the time. Those crazy dudes do make some good content for YouTube, though. Oh, yeah. Like, me and the kids oh, watch yeah. them trash those things all the time. I just want to know, like, I know, like, there's insurance on these things. I'm just like, me, like, when, I, when I'm doing the quad, I'm like, man, I got a lot of money in this thing. I do oh, not. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. do not want to wreck it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Justin Groff is is hating us right now because oh. he's all about the side by sides. <laughs> hey, how many how many of those side by sides you look at by the Chick Fil A at that bank? Oh yeah, they repossess. Yeah, all repossess. The time. I'm like, <laughs> oh, constantly. All the time. They're constantly repossessing like, those things. I'm like, how do they afford it? Like I like well, I, apparently I, they don't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm wondering like what kind of hell has that thing went through? Oh man, I just I don't know. Like you spend thirty thousand dollars, you take it out and try to hill climb and tear it up. The next day, it's like, oh my god! Like what? Ha like what are you thinking? What are you, you know, thinking? I don't know. But that was a good move by GNCC getting rid of those. Yeah, things. yeah, that was good. Bringing, e getting rid of those things and bringing e-bikes in. Yeah, e-bikes. E-bikes are, e are. I've never ridden an e-bike. I I got to ride one like a short period. Luke Nessler hooked me up there at uh, High Point and rode around the pits. They're pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Actually, I have ridden one. I borrowed one of a. Uh, Strausses and we went out riding. I got an e-bike for you. The, <laughs> the, the cat, the Quiet Cat, the Quiet Cat. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's a it's a hunting brand. Quiet Cat. I use my Grizzly. Holy <laughs> dude, dude! I am telling you right now, 
That thing is amazing. It's a thousand watts. Tube's getting excited. It's a thousand watts. It's a thousand watts. You can climb anything. I bet you. I guarantee you. I could line up XC1. The only thing I know about and beat them off and beat them. I could beat them because. All right, these. that's it. The only We're thing I know about watts are is like light bulbs, man. Huh? The only thing I know about watts is light bulbs. <laughs> right. Like okay, I, I well, don't know just, what a thousand watts is. Is uh, that like okay, a quarter uh, horsepower or something? Uh, it's yeah. It's yeah. like it's like their horsepower. It's like their horsepower. Yeah. Like the ones that they're the, the ones that they're running at the GNCC, like your your um, tasers and stuff like that. They're like two fifty. Yeah. So oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand is yeah. is a good bit. I bet you I could win. <laughs> Can you imagine showing up in like a full like camo? That's it. We're gonna do. We're gonna get Walker or Hunter on a on. We're gonna ship on a Friday. And you're going to bring the quiet cat, and we're going to do a dead start to the front first turn. And we're going to videotape it. Wait, time out. I'm talking XC1 e-bike. E-bikes. Oh, I thought you were talking about quads. Oh, what, what the heck? <laughs> you, I thought you said you could pull a whole shot on XC1, and no. I was automatically thinking. Good lord. <laughs> I was thinking dirt bikes. See? So. See? Ec- <laughs> Come on, guys. XC1 e-bikes. You got you to gotta explain this a little bit better to e- us. Okay, EMTB XC1. There you go. Yeah. You're going to pull the whole shot. Over Charlie, Mar- over Charlie Charlie Mullins. Yes, I'd pull a whole shot, 100%. I'd kill him up every hill climb. Don't blow your load first. You know what's funny, though, is when we went out to that East vs. West works race, what uh-huh. turned out East vs. West, Walker pulled the whole shot on that one, too. <laughs> and I was like, how do you just show up and do that? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Bo did flame out the Honda on the start, mm-hmm. but it was like, him, dude, and, him and Glotta just checked it. They, like they, they were gone. I'm telling you, Fowler can probably blow on that thing. He don't even have to hit the button. <laughs> just blow on it. Just give it a... <laughs> Mark, even, Mark Notman, he went out there and raced a little bit. Did he? Yeah. yeah I I mean, Mark one, no, Mark's no joke. I saw him do one or two laps, and then I saw him stand on the side. Like, <laughs> but to be fair, that track did get chopped up right. a lot. Oh, I bet. And, and he probably doesn't ride nearly as much as what he used to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I bet it gets really choppy out there because they're going so oh, yeah. fast and then riding oh, the brake. Yeah, and sand. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, we ready to get into the... What are we getting into? Sponsor reads. Oh, we're there. I mean, it's been two hours. Has it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys had fun? Oh, yeah. Doug, I really enjoy having you out here. Yeah, Doug. You just need to, you need to move to West Virginia and be a full-time resident. You need to move to West Virginia, be a full-time resident, keep your fingers on them buttons. <laughs> button i barely even know what i'm gonna say oh man hey say what you're gonna say and push the button (laughs) he's talking in mid-conversation i'm like yeah put it put it on camera too please i'm out from the game (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it all right so we're there we're there you got it what's up so guys this is really cool. This is our last, probably our last episode of 22. I hope so. You hope so? <laughs> <laughs> we got another week in there. Do we? The, well, the I guess. 28th. Yeah. Are we? I don't we, know. We haven't discussed it yet. I know. Is this our, I don't know if this I, is our I last I was thinking one. that this wasn't the last. This wasn't the last? I was thinking this, this was is, the last. Because we've been going every other week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or no. I got, we got one lined up. We got to talk to. Hunter. Somebody okay. first. If not, guys. Hunter. No, not Hunter. <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> but we do need to get one with Hunter lined yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Hunter. Hunter's in Florida, though, isn't he? He's, he's already, he lives in oh, Florida. Yeah. He's down there probably jet skiing <laughs> or whatever he does. What's that crap he does that you you and him always talk about? 
Oh, like stand-up ski. Stand-up ski. Oh, yeah. I yeah. want to try that. He says that so, he does not think that I can get up stand, Get up on the first. Uh, well, what do you say? What do you give first me? Try? Like 15 minutes, yeah, 10 so, minutes? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I guess he you did. better go down to Florida. I've never rode one. Listen, I was all, I was all about it until he started talking about the gators. I'm like, no, I'm out. I'm out, bro. <laughs> I, if I see a gator floating by me, no. Get out. I'm out. That's That'll like, help you stay on it for the first time. Oh, my God. I would not be. I'd be. See ya. Motivation. Yeah. <laughs> Motivation. <laughs> All right, Brandon. All right, guys. Uh, so uh, I love to thank these sponsors. It's helped us out the whole 22 season. Um, obviously, we always say if it wasn't for them, uh, we wouldn't have come as far as we did. So that's that's awesome. Uh, Doug, big part of it over at Sunstar. Um so help these guys out. We don't ask nothing from you guys. We just ask you to help our sponsors, which helps us in return. So Guts Racing, guys, love them over there. Guts, Andy Gregg's awesome. If you want a trick seat, they, they do seat foams. They do custom seat covers, whatever you want. The Phantom Foam over there is awesome. Uh, you know, if you want a custom seat, you want a little bit higher, you want a lower, different cuts, talk to those guys over there at, Andy, uh, at Guts Racing. Andy, Andy and them will take care of you. Um, we all run them here. I don't know about Doug. Me and Cooper run them. I'm not sure what Doug runs. OEM. OEM. Okay. I got you. They'll, they'll hook you up with OEM too, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so um, go over there and hook them up. Um, big big part of our show. Uh, Sunstar Chanis Brockets, guys, they are, they are awesome. Um, like I said before, Doug is awesome. Uh, the best Chanis Brockets. I run them. I ran through full gas. All, all year, ran some GNCC, some motocross, and never had to worry about reliability, wear and tear too much, anything like that. Awesome over there. Save 30%, right? 30, yes. 30 with the Sunstar, or not Sunstar, Splitline, not for it? Splitline 30. Splitline 30. Doug's blocking my view, so I can't see the board, so we're, we're all good there, <laughs> I Doug. I try to make it as easy as possible for you. Well, the, I, I get the I get the Sill Savers and the, and the Sunstar, because one's capital S, and then one's not capital 30. S. Yeah. One's capital S, one's 30. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the Dirty 30. The Dirty 30. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, uh, seriously, um, Sunstar Chance Brockers are awesome, and they're made out of what? Case hardened steel, baby. That's right. And, uh, and aluminum, if you guys that run Meadow. Uh Seal Sabers, guys. Seal Sabers are awesome over there. Um, Mason's, I ran them all. Mason's awesome. Yeah. Mason's a man. He is a man. And we're going to beat you this year. Paul, we're coming for you, Mason. Man, Mason's Good solid. Paul. He is. Him and his dad, are they're pretty they're pretty tight over there. I think they have some cheat codes or something. I don't know. But, uh, no, I ran their stuff all year, too, guys. Um, down in the sand, in the mud, everything. I need to ask Mason if they make anything for office chairs. Because I'm pretty sure during this show, I blew a seal. Blew a seal? Because... <laughs> It went like if you look at me right now, I look a lot shorter than Brandon. That's all. And, and that's, that's, that's that's all that dust, man. You need a dust seal. I need thing. Mason hook me up. You know, we could probably write, wrap a fork, a fifty fork seal around that. Yeah. That there you go. We, we'll take care of it. <laughs> no, um, go over there, guys. Mason, like I said, they're awesome over there. Boots, palms. I, I love the palm savers. I love the donuts for your handlebars. I run all that stuff. Um, keep those hands protected as they can because you know without the hands we couldn't ride. So. Protect those boot savers are awesome too. Uh, so that's one's capital S split line, right? Capital S, save twenty percent. Is it twenty or twenty five? Twenty. Is it twenty? Oh, we said twenty five all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty five. We've been saying twenty five, and you say twenty. You, you trying to change it now? 
I think they were just having an extra surprise once they got that 5% when they got there. <laughs> yeah, 25%. There we go. <laughs> we're kicking butt right now. We're kicking butt. Uh, XC Gear, guys. XC Gear, uh, they're awesome. Uh, we all love it. Mako 360s are awesome. Uh, if you want to ride a little longer, last a little longer, whatever, they'll take care of it over there. Um, Mako 360 for your quad and your dirt bike, and the Hammerhead 360 for the mountain bike. So That's right. They got you covered at all ends. And then Mountain State Hair Scramble. Can't ride them this year. Look at them next year and uh, look for their schedule. They'll be coming out. Richie Nolan and those guys take care of us over here. Yes, sir. And uh, keep it running. So yeah, that's it. Sure. Doug. What's up? Huge thank yeah. you for coming into the studio tonight. We appreciate your time tonight. Appreciate your drive all the way out here. Brought on our awesome guest, Logan Huff. Yeah. Um, uh, just a good show. Yeah. Good show to, good if show. we don't have another one before the end of the year, a good show to end the year on. And uh, um, uh, I'm excited for 2023. Um, already got the uh, contract signed. Devin that, just showed up. Who? Devin. 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 He said he's watching. You can, the very end. You could have been here pushing the buttons, buddy. Geez, Come on, Devin. Devin. Right? Watching Doug's, Doug's, been struggle, Doug's been struggling over here yeah. with the button pushing, Devin. <laughs> Push that baby out, Devin. Get here. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, guys. That is episode 97. Merry Christmas. For myself, for Brandon, mm -hmm. for Doug, for Logan, Huff. We appreciate you guys tonight. Uh, if you liked it, make sure you share. Make sure you like it on YouTube, yeah, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Spotify, Apple, Apple Play, wherever you get your podcast. Like it, share it, follow like it, it, share it. Devin, no problem, buddy. We understand a lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> I'm just and, talking smack. Oh yeah, that's the second time I've shown Doug, up when Doug. I'm like, Devin's gonna be there, and then he's not. He's here. not. That's why he is. He does that to us all the time. He's like, I want to be there. We're called Devin's going to show up. No, no, no show up. Didn't he break down that one time or something? Was that it? Was that Devin? He did. He did. He <laughs> did break down that one time. Devin, listen. I'm just, we're just giving him a hard time. Now, well, now that he's part officially part of the staff, like it's kind of like initiation. Wait, we have staff? We do now. It's Devin. <laughs> Devin, Devin is the staff. <laughs> all right, guys. Episode 97. We are out. Peace. Oh, wait a minute.